What is going on, everybody? It is episode 293 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. We are here on a chill, laid-back Tuesday. Club going up on a Tuesday. Um, I don't know if you can see, but I'm wearing my Twilight hoodie that I got at Hot Topic. Awesome. Hope you like it. And I don't want any hate that my favorite movie is Twilight today. I'm not having it. And... We have a guest today, sitting to my left. Hello. Hey, how are you guys? I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com, and I'm here semi-regularly. Are your headphones okay? Yeah, my headphones okay. are good. My, my I, super sensitive ears can handle it today. When I when I when I did my my gun ho intro, my gun ho intro, like you looked like you start you were startled a little bit though. So I thought maybe I turned the headphones up too loud for you. Oh, if I if I winced at all, it was definitely not at the sound of your voice. I I don't, re- <laughs> I don't remember doing that. Only Brett winces at the sound of Brett's voice. That's exactly right. Uh, Just literally like, like ah. <laughs> we, we start like the, the social media clips. I mean, when I edit my, the, like the segments for the day, I, I fly by night right past any sound of my own voice. <laughs> but when they're editing the social media clips, I have to hear my own voice and it's literally like a form it's of, the worst. it's a weird form of torture. <laughs> it is. It's, it's not fun. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. James Gunn came out with his announcement for the new slate of DCU movies. Hannah Claire will be excited because they're not reboots. Uh, well, I guess they are kind of reboots. No, actually a lot of them Can't aren't Can't escape the reboot it, culture. Like, uh, Just the worst. The, the main players are kind of uh, reincarnations of the characters, but a lot of the other stuff is brand new. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to go through the video little by little uh, that he posted on Twitter. So we will discuss that. We're going to talk about this poor streamer who um, he got caught, ladies and gentlemen. He got caught watching naughty stuff on the Internet. That's not good. And he, he gave an apology for watching deep fake corn, right? Corn? Yes, deep faked corn corn of other streamers on the platform it's just uh you know watch watch those tabs my friends watch he's just those making tabs. sure he wasn't in them i don't know what we're that, talking about that's yeah that's that's what, what it was so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about this article in which this journalist is the problem with velma is that it doesn't basically doesn't go far enough because that's what everyone should take away from their interpretation of this show doesn't that sound 110 percent accurate so we will discuss that and we're also going to talk about the fact that people think that mr beast is the antichrist Yes, that is right. You heard me correctly. Mr. Plausible. Beast, completely plausible. He's curing blindness, and we don't know what authority he has to do so. Who knows, right? He's just these people today, the gall of them. Right? And whose name is he performing these miracles? Exactly. So we got that. We got a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but before we get right into it, I actually want to do a couple of quick announcements. Uh, th- there's a couple of things coming out here that are kind of really cool. And we'll start off with this right before it, the cringe of the day is really good, but we're going to do these first. So if you guys uh, are excited for Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey, there will be a sequel. There's, there's, <laughs> did you see this uh, already? Uh, yes. They're already, there's, there's going to be a sequel. We haven't even seen the audience reception yep. to the first one. Did and I am excited yep. for it. As Don't we know, sequel culture doesn't need you to like the first one. They've already <laughs> got seven planned out. Yes. So it says, it's, it says, they, they released a, a statement on their Twitter. It says, more blood, more honey. And I love that. Winnie, I mean, if Winnie there's the any exception to the our sequel? dislike for endless sequels, Their dislike it's, it's got to be sequels. this. It's got to be this, because I know I'm going to like it already. We already have bought our tickets. We're yes. going to review it. When does it's it come out? It's going to be great. Uh, I think it was like February 17th. And middle of the month. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, then we're the yeah. next day we're seeing Ant-Man, Quantumania, and yeah. reviewing that as well. 
So, so it's going to be a busy time. So not just that. Uh, so with every you know bit of good news, you need a little bad news as well. A lot of people have read this already, but there is going to be a Tomb Raider TV series. But unfortunately, Phoebe Waller-Bridge will be involved. So. No, no. Why? Why is this a problem? I'm I'm just not a fan of her work. I'm not. I don't like the the feminist narratives that get woven into her material. I didn't like No Time to Die. I'm not a fan of her work. Yeah, I'm only confused because I I wanted to see No Time to Die and then didn't. Yeah. Um. Um, No Time to Die is one of the rare examples of a time where I liked it the first time I saw it and I disliked it more. Usually, I I like a movie a little bit at the beginning and I like it more if I if I if you can get me to. you convince it. yourself that to, it wasn't that bad later on. Yeah. So I this one. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything, but she's from Fleabag. Is that yes. what it's called? Yeah. yeah. I've seen clips of that and it seems like it could be okay. But it's not too, like, I've just, no Tomb Raider for her. That's, uh, it's, it's a problem. Well, how so. do we know it's her are, and not the script? It's, uh, well, she's a script writer. She's a scriptwriter. She does so she does she's known for rewrites on scripts. They brought well, her in to do a script rewrite for Dino. But she's another, not the no only person die. writing, right? Most likely no, but if she's showrunner, she'll have final say over everything that gets done. So mm-hmm. just uh, just something to, to keep in mind that when they do it, and we know for a fact it's she, whoever they cast isn't gonna look like Angelina Jolie. That's that's the most important part. She cast so herself. When I when I it. picture these things, I yeah. picture like ten different people yeah. writing a show. A writer's think, room will be like six to eight people. Yeah, I think it's not that she would be writing it alone, but Brett's right. Like, if she's showrunner, at the end of the day, it's her call. And at that point, yeah. everyone in the room knows if you want your idea to make it, you have to appeal to this one person. Yeah, and she has a particular narrative that I just don't see necessary here. Also, there's some good news, some more good news. There's a comic writer out there with a new comic book. This was highlighted on Bleeding Fool today. So it says, Arizona PBS interviewed Absalon White Jr. He's a writer originally from Michigan who would spoken about last year on Bounding Into Comics. I'd actually, or I'm sorry, on Bleeding Fool. And this is really cool. So it says, they're not me this is a quote from him and he's got a superhero series called instant uh and he has a very good uh, amazingly novel marketing ploy where he's not marketing to one specific group but rather to everyone isn't that a, isn't I, that a crazy idea when you sent me this i was like the fact that this even needs to be clarified that he's yeah, not just selling this to other black people yeah. is very disheartening but it's it's amazing that like this is like what it takes to like be recognized as like rational these days which is just a rational take but it's so rare so it's also very young yeah uh so it says there are not many superheroes in the comic comic book world who are black absalon white jr is aiming to change that he has created uh comic books that feature black superheroes he says by creating these books he hopes that black children see themselves and feel good absalon says his books are not just for the black community but rather he wants everyone to enjoy them He's only 22 years old, but this author and artist have already launched his own comic book universe. Very, very, very cool. Hopefully he sees a lot of success with something like this. You know, the idea of like marketing to everyone shouldn't be rare, but these days it feels see, like more and more it is. For me, it's the original content. Like, yes, wow, right? creating your like, own universe with your, your own, own characters. Like, that is actually a novel idea. Go like, for uh, it. I can already see the people like saying that he should team up with like Young Rippa, but like Young Rippa is so culture war entrenched that if, if I was this kid, you know, prove yourself, do your own thing. So we've got, yeah, like, that's funny too. Young Rippa, uh, Eric July, and this kid are like making their own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> they're they're doing the opposite of what Hollywood is doing right now, which is astroturfing a bunch of creators and doing race and gender swaps of characters. These guys are saying, we don't need to do this. We can go out and make our own stuff, which is very, very, very good in current mm-hmm. year. I'd like to see more of it. But now, Mary, we have cringe of the day. 
We Would do. you like to tell everyone what this is? It's honestly less cringe and more just kind of endearing. Right? Uh, it's cringe. I mean, it's it's a little bit of both. Uh, this is a clip from Love Island. And you know I love trashy reality TV. It's her, so. it's her kryptonite. All right, let's play it. What's that? Like I've well, been... we leave in the European Union. I don't. I, I seriously don't have. So, a like, if you so it's to, it was to leave the EU, so we wouldn't um, be part of EU, Europe, yeah, which would yeah, mean like welfare and like things we trade with would be cut down. So does that mean we won't have any trees? Trees? No. Trees? Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's got it's got to be an act. <laughs> Why wouldn't we have trees? Uh, what are you talking no, about? No, we're just we're just not in the European Union. Oh, we're still classed oh. as like being in Europe. <laughs> Doesn't it mean it would be harder to like go to like Spain and stuff? So it'd be harder to go on holidays. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I love my holidays. Yeah. <laughs> they should give them. It's better than the view. <laughs> it's better than the view. It actually is unironically better than the view. Yeah. There's there was I don't know if it was this season or whatever, but there was an older Love Island clip where the girls are trying. Like I think it's a different batch of girls, but they all look the same to me. I honestly can't tell. Yeah. Trying to figure out if like what countries were part of Europe like they'd be like is Spain part of Europe no 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 it's not right what about Portugal like they just the and this is part of why I love Love Island it's great uh, I, I love the lack there, of ego there was one girl who I think her name was like Zara something and she was like a mid-season entry on Love Island and then people freaked out because they realized that she had actually been like an intern or part of like an aide in the Br in British Parliament <laughs> like she seemed actually like she had this serious career path and then she was like and over here I'm That's gonna, why I'm thinking, like, is it all an act? Now we need, like, an American version on Real Housewives where they discuss Blexit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that would go terribly. It would go really bad. All right, guys, we are going to get right into it. If you guys are ready, actually. I, I haven't even asked yet. Are you guys ready? Mary, are you ready to get right into it? I am ready. Hannah Claire. Let's do it. All right. Uh, guys, before we get started, would you please like this video, leave comments on this video, subscribe to the channel if you have not done so already. It helps us greatly in the algorithm. So please do that. If you see the little bar down at the bottom and you're new here, right there, that is the crisis meter. Every time that someone sends a super chat, the crisis meter inches upwards. Once it gets to $100, we get to scare the crap out of Hannah Claire with a new crisis party from hell today. And oh, I'm very man. excited about How do you feel about that? You think I'd be used to it by now, but like I just never do. It's it's the big thing. I was like when the money shoots out, and I'm trying to like defend my coffee. Yeah, you, you went with the old school coffee cup. This yeah. week's sound is actually worse than last. Oh my so. gosh! Well, I just hated having to describe to Carter which one it was last week because he was like, "Was it my voice or was it a different one?" I was like, "I think it was your it voice." It included his voice, but, but sounded, not exclusively. His sounded voice. like a ghoul. It was yes. Frankenstein into a bunch of other clips. So, all right, now that now that I've gotten permission to go ahead, we are going to get ahead. We're going to get right into it, guys. So, James Gunn has released his slate for the next round of DCU films, meaning his vision for the DCU now is now uh, apparent for everyone to see. So, we have this video here. Should we just get right into it? Let's go. Let's just get right into it. All I, right, so I want to react okay. piece by piece. Yeah, we'll go. You know? We'll go a little by little. Has been disconnected in film and television. Hey, everybody, I'm James Gunn. I'm the co CEO of DC Studios. So, as many of you know, DC has been disconnected in film and television for a long time. And it's one of. What? Actual critique, I liked it better when it was disconnected. I don't, I don't need I was gonna say, I don't be... feel like it's not disconnected. What are we talking no. about? It's like woven into everyone. Everyone talks about this nonsense. The TV all the shows time. Were, were all disconnected. For what is he a, like... meaning by disconnected? Like it's, okay, it's so, operating so... in a parallel universe to modern culture or like. Meaning like Gotham 
doesn't connect in any way to any of the Batman movies. Meaning, and and at, for a long time, none of the DCU te- like none of okay. the Arrowverse televisions connected. Like, so to the no DCU. continuity in storyline between the TV shows and the yeah. movies. They cool. did later. Cool, cool, cool. Like, so we want everything to be yeah. more integrated into the weird. Super we universe. want to imitate Marvel yeah. more, even though. Their plan isn't working How, so well. What We're I like, liked what, about ten it, seconds of this video, there's already objections yeah. from the well, crowd. What I what I liked about it was that it wasn't connected to the to the larger news. I thought that it gave them more room to be creative, but it just proved no to creativity. Never actually, creativity bad, Brett. <laughs> it's, it's apparently bad. Well, maybe Marvel is all he knows, and he has to follow that model. Yeah. All right. So let's keep oh, going. Lord. There is you good know, stuff. Our in jobs, here. mine and Peter's, is to come in and make sure the DCU is connected in film, television, gaming and animation. That the characters are consistent, played by the same actors, and it works within one story. And if something is outside of that, like Matt Reeves' Batman, or Todd Phillips' Joker, or Teen Titans Go, that it is clearly labeled as DC Elseworlds, outside of the mainstream DCU continuity. That's a comic book terminology for stories that aren't connected to the main timeline. Well, I read this book when Pretty I was a teenager called Elsewhere, and it was about like what happens to you when you die. Yeah. So well, maybe he's trying to say those things are dead to him. He's out. not saying that. He's literally taking it from an no. actual comic book. Line I like my inter- I like my interpretation better. <laughs> Fair enough. Out over the next year. First, we have Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Shazam has always been off, kind of in his own part of the saying DCU, crazy stuff about so Pfizer. He connects very well. That moves directly. <laughs> he should into just go scorched earth and be like, "F you, Zachary that Levi." Really that resets. You're never going to be in the DC DCU universe. again. That, that was actually a really important part here. So he says... Uh, he sets the entire DC universe. Connects very well. That moves directly into The Flash, a fantastic movie that I really love that resets the entire DC universe. That's a very big point there. So they're using Ezra Miller's Flash movie to re- like to, to reset the entire universe. Man. So theoretically, he's getting rid of himself by making this movie. They are betting um, on Ezra Miller. No, Look, no, the idea here is that that could reset it so he's not in any of the future ones. It's mm-hmm. odd because they have already filmed and edited this yeah. movie. Obviously, yeah. it's been sitting shelved for yeah. a while now. So they're retroactively interpreting it to perform this function. They've been in reshoots. Before James Gunn was ever involved. They're in reshoots right now. Or they just finished reshoots. Well, how much are recently. they reshooting? Like a, whether it's the whole ending. I mean, there's a Are there's they going to de-age Ezra Miller it's in... The no, they just bring scenes? in Amber Heard. No, They're like, fill uh, in for him. Hey, that's a good I, idea. That's a good idea. I'm so puzzled. To move into Blue Beetle, a fantastic film about a kid who's a marvelous part of the DCU, and then into Aquaman 2, which leads directly into our next few projects, which I'm going to tell you about now. So, Peter and I, along with a group of very talented writers, have started to map out an eight to ten year plan of what DC Studios... They could, they, I'm with Creative Juice. They should have called this DC The Great Reset. Eight to ten year plan, five year contract. That's what's like, he's got a lot to do in a very short period of time. But this also, the contractual thing could be a point of like, look, if he does really good in those first five years... He's got huge bargaining power for the next five years of his, for the next renegotiated contract. Elected for a second term. Yeah. In film, television, and gaming. This first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. Now, this, what I'm about to tell you, is not phases. It's different, guys. It's not 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 Marvel. The first project is Creature Commandos. 
Creature Commandos is an animated series. I've written all the episodes. Something we're gonna do that's a little bit different at DC is we're gonna have characters move into animation, out of animation, usually having the same actor play their voice as who plays them in live action. Don't like the usually part there. Like it should be it should be pretty set in stone there. DC was already doing this on the Arrowverse when they had Vixen, they had uh, a couple of animated shows. They had an animated Constantine and Matt Ryan, and I forget the actress who played Vixen, they moved from the animated series to the live action ones. Do you pay so, them less when it's animated? That's a good question. Because uh, you don't have to like pay for the like you're paying for their voice. Yeah, I don't know if that would be in their contract. Like they just have to do a certain amount of work or if uh, most likely no, I bet that it's would be, like you make this much when you do live they action would make, you make this much when you do They would voiceovers. make more live action. Yeah, I'm of sure. course. But then that means the studio has to pay them more. So this is a way of like keeping people on retainer without having to pay them as much. Yeah. That he's saying usually, does that suggest they've already found their replacements for... We'll you see. know, every flagship character. Or they can't get everyone to, to sign the contract to agree to this kind of mega deal. Yep. The next project up is Waller. This is a story of Amanda Waller played by Viola Davis. Hi. Viola Davis is going to team up with members of Team Peacemaker. And this is a story that's been created by Crystal Henry, who did Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, who created the Doom Patrol. It is a fantastic story that's out of this world. And I can't... People I'm are... sorry. Sorry, he, he's gonna like introduce all these things, and every single one he's gonna be like, and it's a fantastic, it's such a good story, and this one, like, is well, he has to sell one it. of these projects. He needs to be like, I'm not as I crazy about this one. We'll see what you. I think. was hoping for that. I was hoping. Yeah, I was hoping for, like, that would be more realistic. He needs to also assert his power, like he is yeah. the DC film czar, and yeah. this is his plan that he yeah. wrote. Is anybody watching this with like faded breath? Okay. Like, oh my gosh, thank God. Yes, yes, there are. I guarantee the big one, the true beginning of the DCU. This is called Superman Legacy. This is being written by me. I'm in the middle of it. I'm having a great time doing it. And Superman will be released into theaters July 11th, 2025. Okay, the next thing is a big premiere HBO television series called Lanterns. This is a story of a couple of Green Lanterns, Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan. And we have a few other lanterns peppered in there. But this is really a terrestrial-based TV show, which this is, is almost mistake, like True Detective. Lower budget. With a couple of... Lower budget. Terrestrial. Not going to take place in outer space. It's not going to be cosmic. It's going to take place right here on Earth. Uh, I'm not. Zaslav was like, you're not doing it he's in like, space. I don't have the budget for that. <laughs> so he's like, you'll have to. He's like, we, we already canceled a bunch of Green stuff. Lanterns who are space Sorry, cops. Tips watching over precinct earth in it they discover a terrifying mystery that ties into our larger story of the dcu next is a big movie called the authority the authority is a passion project of mine it's based on the marvelous wildstorm characters He's like we are now out. bringing well i mean that's what it's you good want. to appear that he is like enthusiastic about his own that's what you want yeah the authority but like come are a group on, of superheroes who even if think the world is genuine. broken <laughs> and they want to fix it by any means necessary. I think it's a very different look at superheroes. We're doing a television series called Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost is a story of Paradise Island, usually known as Themyscira, which is the birthplace of Wonder Woman. It's almost like Game of Thrones with Westeros, but with all of the so inhabitants gay. of Paradise Island. The introduction so <laughs> of the DCU's Batman is the brave yep. and the bold. This the brave and the bold is the story of Batman and his actual son, this Damian cool. Wayne. This yeah. is based on Grant Morrison's great comic book run. Damian Wayne is my favorite Robin. He's a little assassin who Batman tries to get in line. And so this is the story of the two of them and the beginning of sort of the Bat family in the DCU. They should have done that one year. That story should have been done years ago. Damian Wayne should have been put on screen years and years ago. Uh, the other thing here is they're going to do Tom 
King. <laughs> They're going to do Tom King Supergirl. That is a horrible idea. You do not want to do that. You do not want to do that at all. Uh, Tom King is awful. And they're also going to be doing Swamp Thing, which will be an Elseworlds story. I thought uh, that was cool. The, so they tried to do Swamp Thing on DC when DC had their own like streaming service that got bought, he, like folded back Kim into Possible DC. Kim Possible on uh, Disney Channel had a Swamp Thing episode. There you go. They're ripping there, them off. There you go. I believe he also this. had um, announcement for Booster Gold. Yep. And uh, there was Booster Gold. And then there was also that they're going to continue... Uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman for Batman Part Two. That That's going to be October 2025. Yes, uh, so. very, very. Those deep are the only stuff. two that got. You love dates. an emo Batman. Yep. Have fun. Yes. Oh, you. Oh, you love an emo Batman. Oh, sorry. Oh, I do not love an emo Batman. It just has to foil like the yeah. Chad. Everyone else, else Superman seemed to really like the Batman. Yeah. Uh, I was from the you, Brett. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I was the only one who didn't like it. So wow. they have the so the list different. here of all the stuff here. We also have it says Peter Safran says that Ezra Miller is committed to their recovery and we'll discuss the I almost thought you were going to say committed and then Just to a en mental facility ended at that <laughs> it says uh where also, they do we think that Ezra Miller like agreed to the terms of recovery the way all of us understand recovery to be like he's like oh yeah I'll get better meaning worse into maybe? what we're doing no like I think what he's like yeah no no, no I'll get I'll get better aka worse like yeah. I'll, I'll push the envelope even harder I'll be more out of the I don't know I just so, don't trust Ezra. Like, if Ezra Miller told you something, you should probably not trust it. I don't just understand why you would bank a multi-million dollar movie franchise on this guy. Some of the scenes of The Flash, his pupils are going to be a much different size than in other scenes. And that's just something you'll have to accept. <laughs> There's also some amazing cope here where it says, James Gunn says, they didn't fire Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill was never cast. Well, then you can blame The Rock for that. This for... is a semantic argument. It is. Uh, uh, <laughs> he was definitely led to believe that yep. there was another... Like Man of Steel. Also, like he had been Superman. So yeah. if you then stopped having him be Superman, like you're effectively firing him. And had a yes. cameo in Black Adam. It's yep. just a bait and switch, like usual. It is also really funny that they're going to keep working with Christina Hodson, who wrote Birds of Prey. And as with all things in Hollywood, you don't fail downwards. Right. And, you always... and I saw people like reposting like scenes they liked from Birds of Prey even as as early as today yeah. because this announcement was coming up and I was like do we want a repeat of this Nobody total actually. failure? <laughs> no. and so, it, like is it Margot Robbie's fault? It's, no it's not Margot Robbie's fault it's just a bad movie. Uh, the number one thing that they need to do now uh, in my opinion is learn from their mistakes and get out of James Gunn's way. Meaning that if this is going to fail, it needs to fail because James Gunn fails, not because the studio keeps getting involved at every turn, panicking whenever something doesn't go perfectly according to plan and changing. Like, I don't want to find out in three months that instead of Swamp Thing, we're getting something completely different. You've committed to the bit. You have your, your guy in charge. You cannot just start making changes after these types of announcements have been made because it will make you look disorganized. Do you think that's why he did this? Like he puts out this video to be like on record. That's my like, hope. He might as well have held up a newspaper with the day's date. Yeah, been that, like this is what we're doing. And that way when the studio comes out, yeah. everyone's mad at the studio and not at okay. James Gunn. From the chat, yeah. one person said James Gunn has never heard of the under promise then exceed expectations <laughs> advice. Very true. Well, and another person said Gunn just mentioned keeping the same actors. For whom? The Suicide Squad actors, meaning the That's meaning it. his Just wifey. His wifey and uh his wife his, his wife his, his, his literal wife and his brother. Yeah. Well, his brother was on Gilmore Girls, so yeah. I'm all for him working. His, his wife is uh, is on was on Peacemaker and in the Suicide Squad movie. So um, thoughts on Waller? Uh, we were talking about it before, um, just in theory, and we were like, is it 
the time for a political thriller. I would have rather seen it later on, like after the Batman and the Superman movies were announced. Yeah, or, I, I, I just, I really don't like. She'll be a lot older by then. Though. That they're attempting to just imitate the structure of Marvel. the MCU. In like what, what you said, what you guys were both saying about the under, about like uh, instead of over promising, what the best thing they can do now is shut up and just make the stuff. Oh, Don't be talking about it twenty four seven. Mar like for all of Mar for all Marvel talks about, it's not like they're sitting out here announcing maybe this will get made or maybe this will get made. They just ma they they give you their phases and then the stuff eventually comes out and they let yeah. the shill media be the ones to prop it up as they go. Five reasons why Captain Marvel is the most powerful superhero in all the world. Like they like, just they put out their listicles. Yeah. They they put out their slate of films and that's yeah. that. The, the 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 Waller show could work. Like I said, one of my favorite comic panels of all times is this amazing thing of her telling off Batman, where yeah, she's like putting her her finger in Batman's chest and he's like this. Like she's a very very powerful person uh, in the DC universe. So theoretically, it could work. I don't know if I've seen much from DC. I, I would rather James Gunn make that one himself. He did fine with Peacemaker. I like Peacemaker. The tone would have to be very different, but he'd have to hire someone very specific to make me believe that they could get all of those episodes right without screwing it up. The so. reason he'll do that, he'll do like something like Waller or Suicide Squad is because it's low stakes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and like, did you see, uh, I don't have it pulled up here, but there was an amazing infographic earlier of like a fake DCU slot uh, slate that I, had yeah. that had the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever, which I am personally vying for. I will take well, the, the Schumacher the cut of Batman, Batman Forever. Yeah, the whole thing was Lego, just Batman Lego movies. Batman 2, ba the Batman 2. I and want like, Lego Batman 2. And then, oh, and then Peacemaker was in there. Like they they included Peacemaker because that's got his wife because it's got his wife. Yes. So yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes, guys. Uh, I think the best thing they can do now is shut up. Is shut up and just start making this stuff and stop over over discussing this stuff. But the problem is now casting announcements will come in and we'll get huge casting announcements. There'll be news every time somebody new is cast. So yeah. you're never going to escape it from the news cycle. It seems like whenever there's a casting announcement for Marvel, it's in the news for like a couple of minutes. Like like when Harrison Ford got cast in Thunderbolts, it was in the news for like. An hour. Well, because they, they cast like literally everybody. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're poaching yep. everybody. It will be I'm already seeing people saying they want Ryan Gosling for Booster Gold. I would love to see who they're gonna end up casting. Futuristic as, vibe. Uh, I would love to know who they're gonna end up casting as this version's Batman, because it will not be the same as the Robert Pattinson Batman. That will be their Elseworlds Batman mm. and who they're gonna get for Damian Wayne. So it will be very it'll probably be a stranger things. Yeah, they're too old no, now. They're, they're too okay. old now. They're I, remember that Disney star that was on, um, what was that show? Jesse, who died of a seizure in his sleep. Recently? It wasn't super recently. It was in like 2019 or something like that. But I was thinking like that that kid would have been great yep. in the role. There's a, R.I.P. Maybe they'll get that girl. They'll, they'll just, they'll, they'll make it, uh, what's a girl's version of Damien? Uh... They'll get that girl from Firestarter that got the Razzie announcement. That got the Razzie nomination. They can get her. <laughs> what was her name? Well, it was like Ryan. It was like something it's like Ryan, Ryan Kira, right? Ryan Kira Armstrong. There we go. What was, was she in that, that got the Razzie? Firestarter. Firestarter. It's a Stephen King. Firestarter. Yeah. Okay. So she was in American Horror Story. So. Okay. Let's right. go to Super Chats. Let's go. Yeah. Porco Rosso Forever said, Brett, you were crediting me with the AI videos yesterday, but those were made by Potatoes for Seamus. Did I? 
Well, thank you, Potatoes for Seamus. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Okay. All right. Porco Rosso said, all in all, I'm just happy to be alive and listening to my favorite podcast on this wonderful Thursday. Oh, God, there's the gaslighting again. I also love, like, all in all, I'm just happy to be alive is kind of like the individual version of, like, I just hope both teams have fun. I'm here for it. <laughs> and he also said, shout out to my boy, Gross John. If you want to see Mary save the world, look up PCC Greatest Hits <laughs> Volume 2 on YouTube. Okay. Was that in the meme review? Also, guys, uh, I, I do apologize. Like, we were so, I was so distracted yesterday. I didn't give uh, a lot of, I, I didn't do a lot of, like, shout outs to who made the memes. So that's that was on my hopefully that was their my screen names were visible. visible. Sorry about that, guys. Sketch therapy said, "Have a fast and furious day, Hannah. It's about what? family." Any any updates? I haven't watched the next one, but I will. We'll You'll see. get there. You'll get there. Maybe I'll just stick to this thing where I don't watch it for a while and then I watch two at once. Get it over with yeah. all in, in increments. Oh man! Yep. I've, I've I've heard that the next one is the best one, but I've been hearing this for months now. That seven is the best one, <laughs> or just whatever is next on my list. Or is it is six the next one you have to watch? I think I'm on six now. Okay. I, I hope I'm on six. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is when it's horrible. Does that not just sound like the gates of hell opening? <laughs> no, I just, every time it makes me think we're on like a roller coaster. You know it's what I mean? It's even better. Like, that's all I hear. Like, but there's not even a, you're, you're, a lead up. No, there, well, the original idea was that there was going to be like a fake out where you think it's, it's done. And then it picks back up, but then I decided that was rude. Then you decided that would be psychotic? Yes. Caper2x said, Mary is on a February rampage. Save yourselves. Make mine marvel. I don't know what that means. What is your rampage? Yeah, are you starting a rampage It's tomorrow? not even February yet. That's tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. X said, I don't know directors by name like that, but I went with the nipples one. <laughs> well, yes, everyone loves Joel Schumacher Batman. Are you kidding me? Batnips. Uh, look, like me and me and Vera Dark are the only people in the world that stand Batman forever all the time. I love that movie. I will take that one over the cloney one any day of the week. And I love Jim Carrey as the Riddler in that. It's over the top. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's stupid. And well, it's awesome. that's what Jim Carrey is. That's what it's supposed to be. Theoden King of Broan said, let's be honest, what we all really want is the 1966 Batman <laughs> Extended Universe. Hashtag Bat Ladder. Let's, uh, let's close out the polling, guys. Since we, What's since the we, Bat Ladder? The, let's, let's close out the polling and see what people say here. We have finished this episode's poll since it was part of topic number one. Let's see what people would prefer. All right, here we go. So with 33%, the universe most people want is a Nolan-verse with closed captioning for that awful uh, Christopher Nolan sound mixing. That was. Do yes. you agree with this result? Me? Um, I want to go with the, with the Schumacher-verse. I, I just want campy uh, Schumacher Batman back. Uh, I'm just being contrarian. Uh, and then we've got 29% for the Snyder-verse, 23% for the Schumacher-verse, considering that was a joke. That's... Pretty good. And then uh, the, the Gunniverse got 13%. That was the James and Gunn version And who understands? Of it. But that's the verse you got, that guys. about Gunna. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted, in, in my alternate reality, it was the YSL rapper. That's mm. his version of, of DC Comics. So there it is. R.S. Degyerchaff said, not a fan of constant reboots for MCU or DCU. However, I do like other directors and actors being given a chance just to see who can do it better. Oh, there you go. That's, they've all got to get their, their shot. They just cast, they had such a great cast for each flagship character that I have no idea 
why they would just pull the rug out from under them besides them being problematic (laughs) marcos said i'm just helping to scare (laughs) hannah claire yes there we go i appreciate it It you guys, changed, mark? you guys change the sound every week now? I, yeah. I, Brett I just, does I, it. I'm, I'm not taking responsibility I, for this. I come up to the office on a Saturday like this and I go, <laughs> cool. what am I going to do? Time? How am I going to like, uh, Andy, guys, you can send sound effect uh, suggestions to my Twitter. At Brett Dasovic on Twitter, if you have a movie clip or a, a horrific sound effect that you would like me to somehow find, okay, not horrific, but a way that I can incorporate it into this week's crisis party, next week's crisis party, just go ahead and send your suggestions there. I think you should just do like the the sound that dolphins make. They use that to torture uh, the people at, people at Waco. Like it'd be hilarious. Just, just get like the like eking sound that dolphins make in the, the lights. It'd be crazy. Let's go. Harmless Fuzz said, Brett or Gunn, who bleached their hair better? Is Does Gunn, James Gunn bleach his hair? Is I, he just white? I thought it was just he gone. His hair was. I thought it maybe was, he was blonde. Isn't there originally. something like men who are going gray do? It's like not exactly bleaching, but like they get special shampoo and stuff to like make huh. it look more white toned. I'm it, wondering like, about the spikes. Like yeah, he's living in the 2000s. He's his spiked hair is incredible. Like it's it's kind of perfectly like every corner where there's a spike there's a corresponding corner of spikes on the other side it looks like it takes hours to make it look that perfectly messy yeah they they don't even like what's your secret james gunn they don't look crunchy they don't look <laughs> you know like you use too much gel either that's just the way his hair grows up let's do one more and then we move on okay dumbledurp said if a straight person can't play a gay person why can ezra miller be cast in the role of a man. Barry Allen is a guy, right? He, not they, that is all. Well, actually, just yesterday I was reading an article about how everyone is changing their mind about that rule now because of Nick Offerman's performance in the latest episode of The Last of Us. They're saying, we we were wrong. You can cast straight people. It's acting. How did we not know this before? He did a fantastic job as a gay man in the middle of the apocalypse. Like, I guess straight people can play gay actors as if that hasn't been happening for decades and decades. All right, guys, we're moving on. Uh, Mary, this is, this is, uh, how should we do this? Should we just play the video first? I, yes. So like, first off, I want to just say, uh, I don't know if this is a real situation or not, if, uh, this is a real apology, but uh, Twitch streamer just posted an apology for an oopsie that he made on stream. He got called out on Reddit. All right. It's not, you know, I've been, I've been watching so much fucking, I've been reading so much fucking AI stuff. I'm reading That's all his this wife behind stuff him, by the AI way. And, and, uh, and fucking defake music, defake art and everything. And I'm in these fucking discords. He's such an intellectual. You was, just don't understand. It's still so embarrassing to me. But I was on fucking Pornhub, dude. I was on a fucking regular ass normal fucking website. And there was an ad. There's an ad on every fucking video for this fucking. So I know other people must be clicking it because it's on every fucking video. For fucking. Law of supply and demand. And I click it and I'm fucking in this fucking rabbit hole. And at 2 a.m. I fucking. Language, I, I know, like man. I'm morbidly curious and I click something. And I, and I it's just fucking. It's, it's gross. It's gross, and I'm sorry. I really am. I really fucking am. It's not... I don't know. It's so, it's so, embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. If it's embarrassing, why are you talking but about it? I just really want to get across. It's not like a fucking pattern of behavior. And, I, you know, I don't I don't know what I want to say or not. But That was them. Cool. So, <laughs> this streamer named Atrioc, he got on stream to apologize because in a previous stream... 
he uh, passed by some tab he had open that showed he was looking at deep faked corn of other Twitch streamers, including Pokimane. And uh, firstly, I just want to know what Pokimane has to say about this and if he's going to her inevitable internet gulag for, for trolls. She has not commented yet. <laughs> um, very disturbing. So then he has his wife also in his apology video just yeah. sitting behind him crying. I guess he's apologizing because this is something similar or some sort of dystopian version of a workplace sexual harassment kind scandal. Kind of. Yeah, like it's, it's the, the wife being on camera in this is the weirdest part to me. I, I get like how it's... Is the idea here that he's he's uh, being unfaithful to her? No, I was going to say, every political scandal there's ever been, and he's had to come, like, a, the a wife governor has or a senator. Yeah. The wife is, is always right there, this? and you want to be like, man, I feel sad for is you. Is this the equivalent of, like, Bill Clinton? Well, with the office makes fun of this, right? And, like, there's a later episode when Angela, like, is married to a state senator. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, I need your support. And she stands there, and then he's like, yeah, and anyways, I'm leaving her for this man that I've been secretly dating. Like, it's it's sort of a joke at this Moral point. Moral support I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So the, I feel like him addressing it at all is unnecessary and I mean, weird. it's, it's like, if it's as embarrassing and humiliating as he claims, I don't yeah. know why he's making it worse by addressing it. Yeah. And also including his wife in his embarrassment, That's which was his that, fault. That feels performative to have her in the shot with them. Because I'm Unless wondering... Unless she opted to be there, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, if she's like, hey, yeah. we're United Front, and, like, this is bad, but it's not so bad. Like, if yeah. she wasn't there, does everyone start rumors being like, your wife's leaving you, or, like, whatever or, else? Yeah. I'm kind of confused by, like, so he, like, went over a tab that gave that, out all of this information? That showed that he had been watching deep fake corn i can't find out because he was called out on the subreddit live stream fails okay um where you know streamers do things like this all the time whether it's on purpose to get virality sure. or if it's straight up a mistake i can't tell because streamers lie all the time yeah. about serious matters including like getting raided by mm -hmm. the swat like a swat aiden teams Ro aiden ross, aiden ross. Yeah. um so i mean i'm not sure but he was called out and now he's addressed it and made it so much worse by calling even more attention to the situation. And I'm wondering, like, were the people calling him out saying that this is a, a sexist thing for him to do? He's basically, like, looking at his colleagues, essentially. That's what I think this is about. In an X-rated context. The idea that he's he's looking at other people in his same workspace. He might like have streamers. even met these people in person yeah, before, in which in makes it life. even weirder. Mm -hmm. Like, at these cons that they do. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. this is going to sound terrible, but, like, it's bad because it's AI-generated and therefore on the internet. And, like, if he were just admitting that he fantasizes about other streamers in his own brain, yeah. that would be I better. I think that would be a lot different, though. I feel like... Than, like, searching it out. I feel like we're towing that he's like, line. Look, I hit a, right? He's like, I hit it. He's like, I hit a tab. I didn't mean to do it. It was. I mean, he did. He's saying he clicked on him purpose. He got it's, curious. It's whatever. That same meme where the guy's getting out of the shower and the water falls on his phone and it's just this and then it, it searches up a deep fake corn deepfake video corn. of Pokimane. <laughs> um, I, I think it's really uh, unnerving that there are these deep fakes of online yeah. personalities because it can happen to anyone. And That's I remember what, Selena Gomez. Uh, she like waged some lawsuit mm -hmm. over this because she found that she herself was deep faked <laughs> yeah. into yeah. corn and it was very well, disturbing Japan for her. Well, Japan just like for, it's been going on for a couple of years, but they, um, 
Japan just ruled that these sex dolls that people are trying to import into the country, there's like now new regulation about what kinds can be imported because they won't allow sex dolls that look like celebrities. Like yeah. if they have a likeness to a famous per- person, they won't allow them. Also minors, it's they so have to specifically spell to out. There was a vice right. thing about that, right? I wrote like, about it uh, yeah. in December when they were talking about it. But like, the it's interesting because like, to me, is it that this guy clicked on this thing and he's so terrible for looking at it? Like, yeah, it's icky. Like, I don't really like it. I will say, like, I'm not sure. I think the big objection is that there are AA programs on Pornhub that do this at all. Like, that seems like the bigger problem because, like I said, like, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, it seems like it's not so far off from him being like, yeah, I was fantasizing. I was writing fanfic about other streamers and I, the like, be- am a creep. Like, the best part is the know. guy, he's like, I was looking at a normal site, like Pornhub. He's like, look, I was like, I, I just ended up on the weird stuff. So it's like he got he got out of the normal porn site. Yeah, and if porn you're, if site, you're, sorry. It's porn just so site. funny he's intellectualizing it. Like, yeah. he's very curious just, about AI like, and chat GPT see, what and it, all of these different technologies. All this is saying is that he already does this in the privacy of his own brain he's just if given the software going to click on it which yeah. like yeah that's creepy but the worst thing is that Pornhub supports the AI like the yeah. fact that Pornhub is a or Cornhub or whatever we're calling it we'll call it a, Pornhub allows the uh link and ads to be there like Cornhub is profiting off this right so they're profiting off the deepfakes of these streamers like I, yeah this is kind of a weird apology and whatever else but like again I think your problem is with who is offering this service I just I, I feel like he didn't need to address it like just leave it I mean it's one embarrassing thing, one thing but... he could have pivoted to do is just pretend that he put it he put that tab there so people would notice it so that he could get a viral moment so right? he's just lying he, <laughs> yeah I mean are twitch streamers above lying no, no. but then <laughs> how sure do you know this isn't a lie like how do I know the apology is a lie no, yeah the, I, mean, I, I do feel for the the women in this in the wife in the no, clip not even, I'm like, like I would feel bad for the female streamers. That's, who are no, like that's being, what I'm talking about. I feel yeah. bad. So, so Kichi Cinderella says, I want to scream, stop. Everybody effing stop. Stop spreading it. Stop advertising it. Stop. Yeah. Being seen naked against your will should not be a part of this Especially job. Especially when it's fake. You thank know what I you, mean? Uh, thank right. you to all the male internet journalists reporting on this issue. Effing losers. And then Sweet Anita. Is Sweet Anita, again, is Sweet Anita the one with Tourette's? I can't remember I which one which one that is. Um, this story was how I found out that I'm on this website. I literally chose to pass up millions by not going into sex work. And some right. random Cheeto-encrusted porn addicts, sorry, corn addicts, solicited my body without my consent instead. Don't know whether to cry, break stuff, or laugh at this point. I feel for them. That's like, I I honestly interesting part of this yeah. because... For female streamers, especially who are PG-13, even if they're like a a titty streamer or whatever, if their selling point is not linking to an OF or X-rated content of any kind, uh, that is crucial to like their career. That's their marketplace. Right. Is the almost but not really. Well, and like if you make an OnlyFans, you consent to doing this, right? Like if you're just a streamer who's streaming and your image can be used for this no matter what, like that is extremely in my opinion dangerous but also like counter to any form of consent that theoretically the left is super into right like with this guy i mean if people had noticed a thing he could have made a video that was like yeah isn't it crazy that pornhub advertises this service but he didn't like it is embarrassing he should be embarrassed but the bigger issue is that like this exists at all yeah. it's scary that as an online personality you don't even have the option anymore to not participate in the parasocial 
relationship mm. model that is so profitable for so many. Yeah. Like you can't opt out. It's it, they'll do it for you. Yeah. And this is beyond parasocial though, right? Like again, if you are a female corn star and you <laughs> opt to be in those videos, it's very different from then right. having your image defix. It's I mean, we talk about this with um I don't remember what studios have licensed the likeness and image of various actors to use them in perpetuity forever and we like say Bruce like, Willis. like Yeah, or we'll like, say uh, like um James Earl Jones is James Earl Jones is who I was thinking of. Like you, you think like, "Oh man, like in a couple years when that company has some ideological position, like they can use James Earl Jones likeness to promote this right. even if he doesn't actually do that." Like it's even weirder with this because like without their consent, they are being used in these mm -hmm. images which like they would not opt. It's not even like you can't even compare it to like if someone was sending lewd photographs privately and they got leaked. Like mm -hmm. these images don't exist. They are being created with yeah. nothing. And then mm -hmm. people are profiting off it. And there's like, no precedent for the consequences for doing this. Like defamation, like grounds for defamation if you deep fake somebody saying something that they are opposed to or that they obviously did not say. Mm -hmm. For instance, I recently came across a clip that um, like there are technologies that mimic people's voices. Like I've seen people do it with Jordan Peterson um, to make him say certain things he hasn't said. I came across a clip of Emma Watson reading Mein Kampf. <laughs> like oh, they crap. can make you say or do anything on camera. And where is the legal precedent to stop them? There's not even legislation to prevent this from I mean, happening. I would say to think that the CIA is not already using this in in tons. No, of they definitely are. What are you talking yeah. about? Uh, yeah. I would say in this one, it's that Cornhub and the creators of this are profiting off their image, which is illegal, right. right? Like they are not giving consent. Like you'll see these stories about people who are like, my family suddenly took a trip to Japan or Vietnam or Germany or whatever, and we realized that our family photo was on a billboard because that image has been licensed in mm. the public domain and the family didn't consent to it and now they're advertising cereal or whatever. Mm. And they'll sue and they'll win these cases. And I think in similar, uh, and it, you could apply, I mean, because I'm not a lawyer, please don't take my legal advice, but like in a similar manner, like not only are these not even real images of you, but you did not consent to have your image used in them. To be fair, I don't know what the fine print on Twitch or any of these streaming platforms are. Like maybe you are by streaming on any of this, you are consenting to having your image then be in the public domain, at which point you could argue who knows what. The um, Moist Critical said that there's like, it's not just limited to women. Like there's one of him doing gay corn. There's So like, maybe the excuse is like you said, Hannah Claire, that he yeah. was going to this link to check if he was one of the Twitch streamers yeah, being depicted and so. it turns out he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's insane. Is it is it hard? But also, like, it's like an ego trip, right? That's how they'll lure all these streamers in. Like, are you so popular that people would want an AI version of you? Yeah. In corn. So is the idea here that they can that one day they'll just have to license out their likeness because it's either license out your likeness and get paid for it, or they just do it anyways without your or consent. spend thousands and thousands on legal on fights litigation. trying to catch as much um, stuff as possible. Right. I I just sent you a couple of clips I'd like to okay. to play. Uh. Yeah, I saw, prescient I saw this to the one. situation. All right, hold on. It's funny because he didn't even claim it was a, it was a this mistake. This is what pain looks like. <laughs> this is what it looks like, okay? Fuck the fucking internet. Fuck the constant exploitation and objectification of women. It's exhausting. Fuck Atrioc for 
showing it to thousands of people. Fuck the people DMing me pictures of myself. He's now like pointed so many people website? who didn't see yeah. this software Fuck before to use it. On the other hand, he's made a bunch of people who could potentially be being used in this aware that this is happening. If they didn't know. Right. Being seen sexually. They're not benefiting. They're not selling it. They're not platforming it themselves. If you are able to look at that, you are the problem. You see women as an object. You should not be okay doing that. And it should not be a part of my job to have to pay money to get this stuff taken down. It should not be part of my job to be harassed, to see pictures of me nude spread around. It should not be something that is found on the internet. It shouldn't be. That's that shouldn't be a part of my job. I wonder and how she is going is, about getting this exhausting. stuff taken down. She's know. saying like paying money to get this taken down. You can pay services to the scrub that made for that you. I mean, just I'm going to fucking get. sue you. I promise you. Where's this music coming With from? Every part of my soul, I'm going to fucking I guess somebody sue edited you. it. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see to a lawsuit come out of this It'll situation. Take, I mean, those companies are probably not even licensed in America. Like, I mean, they can file class. Yeah. If they get enough of these people, yeah, they can file a class action lawsuit against them for damages. And the idea that they couldn't do it. It just, it takes time. And at that point, like the internet yeah. is forever. The screenshots, They're everything else. There. Like it doesn't really stop it. It just stops I, I this just version sent you of it. Other, <laughs> other clips from Atriox streams that are quite When telling. you guys initially told me about the story, I thought he like watched this stuff on so his mad. stream. No, no. And that I he was like, that's terrible. Sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I get her point. Like, yeah, he's driven a lot of people to it. On the other hand, like, did she know this was out here before this started, ta- this started happening? Yeah. There are other better ways to bring awareness to the problem than... But- I mean, he wasn't trying to bring awareness to it. He's just, like, then responding this, to his yeah. own actions. On the other hand, like, she did learn about this. Because I was like, this motherfucker, he's a, he has one job as a streamer Yeah. in any context ever. Your job is to not show information on stream. Mm-hmm. It's I, just your job. The funny part to me is that streamers consistently, like, don't talk in a self-destructing platform. It's like, everyone, all of your jobs is the same thing. To broadcast your computer. <laughs> to uh-huh. 20,000 people. Like, you gotta have some basic ground rules Problem for is, like, protecting I, your privacy. I imagine a lot of it is, like, they, they do it for so long, you get overconfident, and you don't double-check on stuff like you should yeah, be. It's I like saying, so. like, you always carry your keys with you, and one time you locked them in your house. You know? Street is made public. Well, if you're smart enough to use incognito, <laughs> you got a freebie here. Definitely in college, I would have shown my browser history. This Porn is his last and all post for on <laughs> And it's like, where is it public, you know? Is it on a website called like hrocksbrowserhistory.net or something? Because who's going there? Are my friends and family like checking? <laughs> I would just say, hey, I made this deal for straight A's. Don't look. <laughs> Hopefully they just wouldn't look. It's an Amber Alert. <laughs> it's texted to everybody in the fucking... <laughs> Everyone in the country gets a text alert. Atriox <laughs> just went to Pornhub. <laughs> I would rethink it. It's all it, fun that's and games probably... <laughs> until it actually happens. Well, he, he, people know. He's imagining that it's only going to ruin his reputation, not the I reputation of I just wonder, like, why else. is it still even open on his browser? I just like, feel like... he wasn't looking at it at the time. Sure, and I feel like the obvious point here is that, like, as much as we want to look at this, or people will promote it as, like, a liberal industry, like the corn industry and not the agricultural one is bad like it has so much harm uh that people don't think about and the unintended consequences live on forever like mm-hmm. this guy isn't vowing to get off corn hub right like 
he's just saying, I'm sorry that I got caught doing this. Which again, I say like, doesn't stop any of the behavior behind it, right? <clears throat> like it doesn't stop him from like sexualizing any of these like theoretical coworkers, other streamers. Like it just means he got caught and now yeah. people are aware that like they are being exploited. And then to that end, like, good. I'm glad these people now know and at least have the opportunity to, at least try to pursue to some kind of damages or action, right? Yeah. But like this isn't, Cornhub didn't apologize for making money off the service. He's saying it's an advertisement. They are profiting yeah. off of putting this out here. Like this is like this thing where it's like maybe get mad at him, but also get mad at like what the actual problem I is. I can't believe there are some people responding like, I see nothing wrong with this. There's, it's not illegal. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's precisely not illegal because we haven't had to stumble upon a problem well, like this before. Also like if you don't see anything wrong with this, like please seek counseling. Like well, also, it's creepy. What's interesting is like because of the speed of the internet and how things move yes. now, legislation never catches up. Of course. Ever. And like I said, like, like even if we got legislation tomorrow that yeah. like made this bad, that was like, you can't just take someone's image and make it into a sexualized lewd image yeah. without their consent, especially when you're making money off of it and they have no opportunity to, right? Yeah. If you're What if it became like an NFT thing? Yeah, but like, even if we got it tomorrow, anyone who screenshotted these videos still has them. We're not going to like scrub them from the internet. Like damage is done. Yeah. I don't know. Internet is forever. I feel bad for the for the ladies. I do. Um, I I'm sure he's not going to be buddy buddy with any female streamers from now on. No, no, I, I'm sure he won't. I know there are a bunch of people in his chat. Like I'm looking right now at, at a clip from his stream afterwards. They're saying like, it's okay. You owned up to it, man. That's fair. Yeah. Like whatever. <laughs> Again, like, I don't know. I'm not super angry at this guy. It's creepy and weird, but like he's a streamer on Twitch. Like, I don't know what I expected from him, but I am not high standards. <laughs> I am irritated that there is like, I mean, and maybe there will be coming out, but like, Cornhub is the problem. They make money off of this creepy service. Yeah. Like, I, I bet. I guess it, my issue is just. What my, are they going to do? Like, compensate the people depicted? But like, That's if, even worse. But if you are. I'm going to lease out my face to Cornhub. Look, but if you are a money. Twitch streamer who is more sexual in nature, who has an OnlyFans, like, that would be a way of breaking into that industry with no personal risk, right? It's all fake. So you're not actually potentially correct. I wouldn't say no personal risk, but maybe I mean, in their mind, if well, they you're are not, deluded enough to think so. You're not going to contract an STD from being in an AI generated porn video. Neither are you from having an OF, though. I mean, true, but Depending if they wanted to break into this OF. industry, right? If they wanted to break into this industry with no physical risk themselves, that's the way to do it. And they would put potentially agree to a licensing agreement. It's the people who so don't want that out there and who don't behave that way in their private life, who don't want to do it. Like, they are the ones suffering. Yeah, who's going to be the no one who, who comes in and is like, I'm not mad that they did it, but that's not what my body looks like. And I'm insulted by the fake like, body you've given even me. Even so much worse than even the the normal like celebrity sex tape scandal thing because because yeah. it's not real right even like kim kardashian's sex tape scandal was planned all along anyway and we learned that and later she on. opted to do it that's my thing like right. you know, none of these people they're not are, opting in right yep. yeah well let's go to super chat right, see what you it. guys have to say caper 2x said is he trying to recreate the arrowverse flash uh, and then he said, "Bated breath, Hannah Claire in DCU make mine Marvel." I guess he doesn't think many people are excited about these well, announcements. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I think there'll be there'll be some general excitement. I, I saw Twitter seemed very excited to me. People, uh, but that just could be like your own algorithm spitting back yeah. at you. What, I mean, what I could get people being excited by one project, but like 
it is hard for me to imagine people being like this is my identity yeah. for entertainment i will only watch these movies because that's kind of what they're asking well, not, not just that it's like but a full-time like, job to get through all of these series and movies like i just can't imagine sustaining that kind of excitement that's well, if you the, have a remote job where you just have like uh, some device that moves your mouse around every 20 minutes, yeah. then maybe you have the time to, to watch all of these things. Maybe not just that, but like imagine like every year. Okay. I'm a, I'm from Minnesota and I'm not a big, like I love sports, but I, I don't follow the teams religiously anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, like every year, depending on where you live, if you, you know, if you, if you live in a place where the teams suck every year, like you get that excitement again, only to be disappointed once again. Being a DC fan is kind of like starting it's about the, the ritual. It's <laughs> like being a Minnesota Vikings fan. Most years, you start the year off very excited, and by the end of the year, you're like, <sighs> yeah. There goes that season. There goes that season again. That's that's what it is. Our Fontanet said Kevin Smith is the only one excited about this DCU. He's got his Kleenex box ready. He's, no cap. He's definitely got his. Uh, Doesn't take much for him to cry. I so. like if he didn't get so mean to people when they push back on him. I would defend his crying more. He, but he's such a he's so mean nowadays to people who who dare yeah. talk back to him when people called him out for his BS on Masters of the Universe. That's why people like that. are disconcerted when men like record themselves crying and post it on the internet it's yep. because you're clearly an emotionally volatile person yep. hamwich said just stopping by to say i love the show well, thank and then you. he said crisis party yes thank you for the that, crisis party and yes that was the one that completed the crisis party thank you joe schmo 32 electric boogaloo said my only beef with the batman is that it didn't have more bat nipples i'm right with you man could have could have easily had more bat nipples number one flaw exactly Sketch Therapy said, going to watch some Brett on Bobert deepfakes now. <laughs> well, so you gross. know. That's no. so weird. Um, no. Yeah, you okay. just out that Lauren Bobert, Lauren Bobert is married, I believe. Like, she is. I think She's your husband kids. would beat you up. Yes, I, I uh, probably. Joe Schmo but she has 32. a single sister. That looks just like her. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go. Joe Schmo 32 Electric Boogaloo said... Oh, he he said the same thing again, but he did it with a typo. Why did you send the the right one first and no. then the typo second? In the chat, somebody says <laughs> uh, somebody named Cami. Ka- oh, it's like Kamikaze. Sam Smith video is gross, Brett. I can't understand what exactly you like about it. To be honest, did, did you I ever? ever like the did video? you watch the video? Look at this fake news in the chat. I'm like, sorry, what is what? this? What is Brett this? is a Sam Smith stan. Brett he was loves like, him almost. Completely I didn't sitting say back and letting Dane and I control that I got that people segment, asking so. me. Maybe like, that's it. Maybe because you didn't protest enough, they assume you like be, it. Because I didn't want to say the exact same things that Mary and Dane were already saying. I mean, even the things Kit you rocks. did say were negative. So. Well, I, well, I said, I said well, but no. not enough. <laughs> I, what I said was that, look, it's at a certain point, this stuff isn't going away. We as adults are going to be have to start taking more responsibility for what we let the younger generation watch. This is because the uh, the topic of the day was about should it be age restricted? What about whether it should be age restricted yeah. or not? And to me, it's like at a certain point you have to not let your tablet babysit your kids. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they're so talking. Is it silence about. is violence, Brett. I was talking about this with someone like bringing like being like oh we have tv or tablets or else like you have to treat it like you're bringing like a stranger in off the street yeah. to hang yeah. out with your kids for a you while do. like you wouldn't do that so why would you just plug them into the tv mm. and even if you like oh well like i read the reviews and it's recommended by someone i trust and whatever else like even then it's more like bringing in an acquaintance that you don't know super well to hang out with your kids yeah. like 
it's very strange that because it's a flashing light box that we're like, nah, it can't be that bad. Yeah. Well, it's like, and also it's like a lot of these, a lot of people are like, we need to watch what our kids are doing in school. I'm like, yeah, but are you watching what your kids are watching on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Like, cause they're spending a, they're, cl- they're paying a hell of a lot closer attention to what they're watching on YouTube than they are to what they're doing in school. At least yeah. I was. Well, this is the <laughs> argument with like Snapchat, right? Yeah. That Snapchat, like specifically their business model is to establish a connection to teenagers that's unregulated by their parents. Like, yeah. That's the creepiest sentence I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Waffle Sensei said, hey, y'all, don't go to porn sites, but if you do, don't click on the ads, my dudes. That is all. That's another question. Especially if you don't want a virus. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I assume if you frequent Who clicks on the ads? click on the ads. Like, get an ad blocker. Come on, man. man. You're not porning right. That's your problem. Tell us. You want to give us a pointer here, Brett? (laughs) Uh, Colt said that dude crying about getting caught is like how I cried about taking a cookie when I wasn't supposed to when I was five. At least he didn't pull a tube in or DSP. I don't know what that is, but still, this is some Mormon vibes. He's, well, he goes, he goes, he's like, it's disgusting. It's definitely like, some, like, infantile behavior. Well, to... like, when he says, like, it's disgusting, I'm like, do I believe that he actually believes that? Like, I don't know if I actually believe okay. that he believes that. I just feel like we have to come up, we have to ask the question, which is, like, he is sorry that he got caught watching these sexual videos that are fake, of theoretically people he's sort of connected to, yeah. right? So, but it's okay to do it when it's someone you don't know. Yeah. And I know everyone has different opinions right. on this, but like, like where does where do this you draw is like a the weird, boundary? Is he in yeah. the DMs of uh, of these people talking to them like, at any point? There There's are a, videos of women on these sites whose bodies are like rotting in the ground. Mm-hmm. Like I don't oh, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. The, there's a there's a really that was in fact it was just the other day. On Lad Bible, they showed this old clip of um, Lisa Ann. She's the one who played Sarah Palin oh, in yeah. a porn video back in the day, where like she's like doing like a like a conference or something like that, and she asks the person who's asking a question. Like she, you can tell that they have to have a certain amount of bravado and confidence to do that job at at that level because you're so pot, you're so famous. And she says, "Have we spent time together digitally?" And the guy gets so uncomfortable and sheepish. Because, you know, she she immediately asserts her dominance in the conversation by making him uncomfortable. Yeah. It's a defense mechanism. That's a great question, man. (laughs) Yikes. Russell Tander said, insane that people tried to cancel James Gunn and he bounced back and is now heading D.C. after Snyder's departure. Also weird that Snyder gets called alt or far right for his movies, even though he is a liberal. Oh yeah, he's he's a liberal. He's just he, what you notice is he must that be so mad about like, that being called far right now, just like they call Taylor Sheridan far right, means that you put storytelling above political ideology. I didn't know people said that about Snyder, but I I don't even think it's correct to say that they tried to cancel James Gunn. I think James Gunn was just fine. Yeah, like. There was like a, people were mad oh, at him, and then he bubbled up again very quickly. Like cancel is stronger than that, I would assume. But yeah. I remember there being some outrage. PDF file related stuff is kind of what Hollywood gets the least mad at these yeah, days. So. These days, let's Bob do one Cat, more, and then we'll move on. Bobcat said he could have avoided all of this had he just avoided corn on the job. That it, this is tubin all over again. Yep. It is tubin all over again, isn't it? All right, it's for the streamer yep. world. 
We are moving on, guys. So, uh, Velma is back in the news, this time from an article from Wired. Uh, so, it's there's the new si- punching bag of the internet. She, she is the well. she's the new punching bag of the internet. But this article basically says that Velma did not go far enough in addressing sexuality. Uh, that's why the show sucks. Doesn't that make perfect sense to you guys? It's, it, yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you guys get tired of having to talk about Velma? Not like- really. No. No. no, like so uh, it can't be that bad. Then it's it's. Uh, I, I get tired of watching I, it. I, Talking I, about it is a different story. The um, um they, we, we've they, got another review coming this week as well. They, they called no. The funny thing is, is like it's 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 scabbed over now. Like now, it's like every episode, I'm just kind of like, Ugh. yeah. Like I I don't hate it any more than I hated it the episode. It didn't get before. worse. It just maintained being as. What? Which is almost worse. Like, I would have preferred it if they got more racist, more awful, more disturbing. I guess that's what this is saying. Like, they should have gone farther. They should have gone farther. So this article says basically that they did diversity, but they didn't do it right because they they, they did it in one tone because this show was written by children. Uh, mental children uh, and they also said that it needed depth to Velma's sexuality what I've learned more than anything is that these people don't understand that what they want is a genre not a story so take the way they talk about sexuality or or gender identity or racism or diversity the way they talk about these things they talk about them with such fervor that it can't be done with nuance it has to it can't be done with subtlety to them it has to be in your face the number one most important thing that's talked about which means it needs to be its own genre it needs to be something that they can watch and nobody else you know people who actually like good stories who aren't nuts they wouldn't watch it but they would so maybe there's a market to be cornered here where you don't market this to normal people you market it to race obsessed gender identity obsessed weirdos how are there enough of them to go around to make this show profitable even i don't know if that's i, I even don't possible. know how that would have been approved and I, another thing this article states is that velma did colorblind casting oh, despite it being yeah. an animated show so that is why yeah. Velma and Daphne and Norville or Shaggy have all been race and why the white and why all of the white characters <laughs> that is as are far mysteriously as I can think just of. bad people. Yeah, and, that, is, and that is the farthest you can possibly get from colorblind casting. You race swapped them so that people would pay more attention to their race. Precisely that reason. And uh, when it comes to Velma's sexual orientation, that's been getting you know, twisted and used by weird, creepy Tumblr shippers for years and years now. I don't know why Velma became particularly part of their interest, but they wanted her to be a lesbian ever since current year happened. It's the opposite of race. It's the opposite of colorblind casting. It's literally, it's race-focused casting. Somebody said in the chat, that's the best way to describe it. Also, there's another really funny quote in this where they, they literally... They, they proved their own arguments for the last 10 years wrong, just ever so slightly. So this is what the director, this is the, the, the showrunner, Chris Cand, uh, Grandy, talking about this show. He says, Velma began three or four years ago when Kaling was invited to peruse the Warner Brothers catalog and unearthed a latent affinity with Velma. She had seen herself in that character growing up, Grandy said. Well, I thought you could only see yourself in a character if the character looked exactly like you as if some dude sketched a picture of you in, in New York City and handed it back to you. I thought only 
only <laughs> way you could identify with a character is if it had all of the same immutable characteristics you did. She just You're, overcame adversity. She over so she yeah. Said. So so not only is she uh, are they lying? They're lying and saying that they're smarter than you. These people are awful. I hate the argument that. Uh, Grandy gives that, you know, all the old Scooby-Doo content is still going to be there on HBO Max for you to watch and love. We're not taking away what you love. We're just adding to it. We're just adding our own take on it. Like, no, you're lying because the intent behind making an abomination like Velma is to replace that in the cultural consciousness about this franchise. Like, make that... The only Velma recognized in the current day. Yeah. I think when I hear about this character for the rest of my days, I will be thinking of this abomination of a TV show. Also, you can't go back. Unless you're Catwoman, you can't go backwards. You cannot go back to white Velma after this because then it's it's what? Colonialism or... or then you're, no, it's whitewashing. It's, it's whitewashing. You, you can't, you can't go even, back. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's hilarious that they also like self-inserted Mindy Kaling in other ways too. Yeah. Like not just by race swapping, but also, of course, she is the the voice actress. She is the same they, like stature as Mindy. But it was Kaling. colorblind casting. But it, <laughs> yeah, but it was colorblind casting. I just don't buy the excuse that you're adding to the franchise rather than taking away. They also talk about how the the because the character is queer coded that they felt a certain ownership over the character. Terms. And what queer that is coded. what it is is the death of subtlety. It's the death of nuance and storytelling, meaning that you can you can share elements of a character that can be hinted at because they're not the important part of the story. It's about solving a mystery. It's not about the character's sexuality. Whereas Velma is literally about sexuality and race with a weird side story about a mystery that's just yeah. sh- shoved in there with the few minutes that are left after they're done making fun of race and gender barely and sexuality. Even, the plot about the murder mystery is barely touched upon ever until and I think just the recent episodes we were reviewing. Yeah, I think that's what takes away. I mean, I haven't watched it all, but like, I think this focus on like character identity and especially like sexual orientation in stuff for young people, like it, is the why we are getting this culture of like there are no good plot lines right like the device of having like a mystery that you have to solve and the clues and like pay attention to whatever else is in here because you might figure it out before the characters like that comes second to this uh we must always focus on your sexual identity above all else narrative which is like kind of sad like we're taking away a chance to develop critical thinking skills and uh, a nuanced take on you know plot and Mm -hmm. development and all sorts of things to focus on something that like I don't know why we always have to force this down especially teenagers throats right like why do we have to make everything about who they may or may not may want to sleep with right it's, it's sexuality even above a character's humanity that really I find dehumanizing because Velma for some reason is the love interest of all the other members of Mystery Inc including Daphne but also you know Fred Norville and it's completely inexplicable given the fact that she is a terrible person and is visually repulsive yeah. I mean, and forces also, <laughs> other and, people to bend to her whims and is this just like you know a sort of psychological slip from Mindy Kaling right, right. Like she is saying like I I wish that as a teenager 
I could have been the center of attention and everyone would have yeah. been in love with me and I could have behaved however I wanted to. I mean, foil this right. with um, Kelly from The Office, who she's also famously played, right? Who is boy crazy, who's desperate for attention. You know, you laugh at her. She's not like evil or anything else, but like it's the same thing. At that point when she was younger, Mindy Kaling is writing this character that maybe is more reflective of where she was emotionally. And now looking back, she's rewriting her own history to seem more desirable. Like, and I'll continue harping on this episode of the last of us by the way that, that was, was like was bring up, yeah. also broke back of, mountain the this, lack of subtlety what they did to bill i i saw this in a in a tweet i wish i had pulled up right now what they did to bill uh given that he was heavily implied to be homosexual in the game is uh inherently dehumanizing because they decided that because he is a gay character he can't live in a world that is anything but rainbows puppies cupcakes like everything is great all the time. They do them you're, a disservice. You're, even in a post-apocalyptic dystopia where you have no social interaction left, everyone is dangerous, uh, you're, you're locked away from the world and you're surrounded by a mass grave, essentially. Yeah. You still are like making out in a strawberry field in the sunshine to emotional violin mm. playing. Like... <laughs> they decided that gayness, can, like as a sexual orientation, cannot be anywhere adjacent to a real human experience that involves suffering. Like we can't show any like gay character suffering for any reason other than being oppressed for being gay, mm -hmm. because they're they're essentially not treated as actual human beings. So if that's what this journalist is referring to, that any any exploration of Velma's sexuality needs depth. Uh, yeah, it does need depth. Her character needs depth beyond just her sexual orientation, her race, and her feminist beliefs. And as someone who actually liked that episode of The Last of Us, I am getting quite... Can't imagine why. I'm getting annoyed with all of the people saying that it was the... Like, there are people legitimately saying it's, like, the greatest episode of television of all time, and I'm like, Dude, And they knew that would happen, stupid... I can't... I, I seethe just thinking about Neil Druckmann scrolling through these delusional Twitter gays praise yeah. for him, patting himself on the back, yep. thinking that he did something... Like, or the showrunners as well, like... Just thinking that they did something so groundbreaking when in reality this is what everyone who liked the game expected because they just haven't been ritualistically humiliated enough with the second game. Yep. It's also like, is it weird that they that they aged up the content but aged down the characters? Of course it's weird. And they do like, it every okay, episode. Look, 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 exactly every, what do you think it is? Every look. Velma episode harps on the sexualization of high school students Why couldn't even they just make more them college than the last. Kids? Why couldn't they just make them college kids? It would have been just as Why? easy Weird to from make the them. maker of Why? Sex Lives yeah. as College yeah. Girls, right? Why? Why could they not make them college? Let's talk about that. Why did they have to and, be minors? But here's the other thing. They, they, they do it ambiguously, meaning they, they, like they're literal. Their, their defense, I can guarantee you, would be like, well, they're all 18. They're seniors in high school. Uh, no. I wasn't the, 18 no, when no, I was no. a senior in high school. The I was character, 17. The character of Velma is 16. I didn't hear that. Was did that Did they mentioned? not address that? I she is 16. If they said that, I didn't. I don't remember them saying that. I, I thought they purposely kept it ambiguous. I don't know. Fact check this. For I think us, they guys, say it once. I and do then... believe it's addressed that she is 16 and that okay. her. That's therefore, even worse. her classmates are also 16. That's even worse. And it's not even a joke that you might interpret as self-aware, making fun of adults yeah. who sexualize the kids who are completely like 
not cognizant of it. Yeah. No, they show the kids doing it. Yeah. The kids being the sexual aggressors toward adults in the show. I've also Every been... single episode. It doesn't stop. It's been a theme throughout the whole series and no one's talking about it. Whose weird fantasy is that? That's what I want to ask. I've also been like, because I love a lot of like the old, like I love One Tree Hill. I love a lot of those shows. And there's, they talk about those things in those shows, but it's usually like on the backdrop of some type of moral lesson back then. Uh, about you know the danger of uh, mm -hmm. of having premarital sex or things like that. It was couched in a lesson, and they certainly weren't teen showing pregnancy. You. Teen pregnancy, Everwood did did all of those yeah. shows as much, but it's like they they weren't doing um, the type of stuff that you're seeing here. Like in in One Tree Hill, what's her name? Um, Sophia Bush's character is portrayed as basically kind of like a. Kind of a nymphomaniac, but they never show it on screen. She's just the high school girl who got started earlier than the rest of them. And it's still weird mm -hmm. in a way. Like it's, but it's like we as a society have degraded so far from then. And there's such little in the way of, um, of moderation in this content from these creators because it just gets made anyways and, yeah. and the studios don't seem to care. I don't know. Maybe the only saving grace of a movie like American Beauty is that. They showed this nymphomaniac, supposed nymphomaniac character actually was faking it the whole time to seem cool to her friends. And in reality, she's an incredibly innocent child. Yeah. They address that in that movie. I hated that movie. Is the idea but, here that like in some states, like that the, the legal age of consent is like 16, yeah. right? So is that their logic here? Well, also There's like- There's no logic to If it. this character is 16, What's to say you couldn't imagine them as 15 or 14? Like, and they're also, creepy. they're doing this in relation to their own teachers and to police officers. Yeah. Inherently authority figures in society. It's a very weird recurring theme. I don't know why they're harping on it so strongly. And another thing I find funny about this whole situation is that there are a lot of SJWs who you would think would be the target audience for a show like this, if not hate watchers, it's them. They don't even like this show because it's offending them. Yeah, they're, they're very mad about the sickle cell joke. Well, the, there are multiple jokes that they're mad about. The, but the sickle cell one is the most recent one that they complained about. It says... Uh, uh, they, Do you want to play it? Or? Should we? I don't want to play it. Okay, clip. well, this, um, this tweet posted a clip where they made this... Uh, supposedly harmful joke about sickle screen. cell anemia it said sickle cell isn't some punchline to put in an hbo max show we are discriminated against in healthcare, which causes further harm to our physical and mental health ignorant jokes like this make it much harder for systemic changes to occur why better how treatment of sickle cell how? patients at mindy kaling what might have started out as a harmless joke turned out to show a lack of empathy compassion and knowledge uh, for sickle cell disease. Dude. It prevents others from learning what it truly is. It is a rare blood disorder affecting all races, predominantly African-Americans. Shut, dude. Nothing, no joke in an HBO Max TV show is preventing changes in healthcare. I hate this type yeah. of language. Also, we could counter-argue that by mentioning it, it prompted a lot of people to Google, what is that? Yeah. Therefore, increasing awareness. Like, Seriously, like it's like I hate this type of language where it's like it's causing violence. There's also, like it's not doing anything of the sort, right? And there's no winning, right? Like yeah. if it wasn't a sickle cell joke, it would be like this high school isn't whatever it's supposed to be, and this doesn't do. You know, there are some people who are just they thrive off negativity, and they couch it as like I'm an activist and I'm bringing awareness and I'm calling you out for not doing the right thing, but like really. They're just yeah. wanting to tear down whatever anyone else is doing. Not that I'm a fan of Velma. Uh, specifically because I haven't seen it, but like 
it could have been anything and they would have been like from my position of righteous anger i'm t complaining to you about what you did wrong yeah. like, it's all negativity strange air in velma of an activist pedagogical like teaching material like I, they show velma sinning as an activist mm -hmm. and then learning better from her peers about how to be a better feminist i hate the language that's unprovable the it's causing violence what violence where's the violence at? also like, violence could be anything even, it doesn't have to be physical like it doesn't like, make any sense even uh, like Whoopi Goldberg today saying, do, do white people have to be uh, hurt by the cops for before anything gets done? And I, I was like, do these people, have they never seen the video of Tony Tempa? No, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg no, doesn't have count. internet access. She's never seen but anything that they're goes just, against her worldview. <laughs> they're just scumbags who lie. Mm -hmm. They're just liars. And I Good point. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's go to Super Chats. Okay. X said some celebrities have trademarked their likeness and they've also gotten insurance on like their legs and stuff. Like I imagine that at a certain point, like that's like the, in the future, it'll just be unavoidable to avoid it, like to get away from this stuff. So they're just going to have to try to stem the flow of uh, the, the corn, sure, and at the what digital point, corn the at, best they can. At what point do you have the right to trademark your likeness? At yeah. a certain point, like you have to be well known enough, like, at least people sort of in the in-between open to vulnerability. It's why I think a lot of parents are smart to not put their kids on the internet. Grant Thompson said, it's not your body, it's your face. I don't care if someone made a deep fake of myself. I don't look like corn stars. This is foolish. I think your objection is foolish. Yeah. And if it happened to you, I think you'd have I a change of I think you'd freak out too. <laughs> is there, would there be uh, an inherent difference here between men and women, do you think? Yes, because women's nude bodies are more valuable commodity as commodities unfortunately but yeah, yeah. Um, also like you may logically recognize that it's not the face and body don't necessarily go together but like that's obviously not the point of the video and therefore it's fair that enough people would assume yeah if, if they didn't know it was ai mm -hmm. that that person whose face is attached to it did it like performed on purpose and that's obviously not what people want yeah Dumbledurp said, trust not a woman when she weeps, for it is her nature to weep when she wants her will, Socrates. Did Socrates say that? Hmm. Is that in relation to the video about the... the I defense? don't know, guys. Also, I'm wondering who is weeping in this scenario. <laughs> is it that girl? Yeah. Well, she. Has, I think she has a good reason. Yeah. T-Bone said, welcome, Hannah Claire. It's so great to hear you on IRL. Will you be on again soon? Yeah, I'm on tonight and then for the rest of the week. And yeah, thanks so much. It's it's fun to be back. S.O. said, keep them pearly whites shining, Brett. Thank you. X said, what are the ethics of the bat nipples, though? Look, they're, they're, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the bat nipples. You leave the bat nipples alone. There, there, there doesn't need to be any the type bat of ethic. dialectic. There, there doesn't need to be a dialectic for, for the bat nips. You just leave them alone. They're good as they are. But if you make like, you know, those t-shirts that are meant to look like the, like the costume, yeah. right? Do you put the nipples on that or yes. like, okay. Yeah. Well, hey, if, if Sam Smith has to use nipple pasties, then um, Batman doesn't. That's that's all I know. Dumbledurp said, speaking of PDF files, is it okay if the perp is an undead guy who hangs around high schools to pick up minors asking for a friend? That is all. I know what you're doing. You're trying to say that Edward Cullen is a PDF file. But yeah. according to the canon, he was frozen at the maturity of a 17-year-old. 
So he's technically not. Mm. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, if you were to say, per our Kanye argument, like when you get f- the age you get famous is the age you are forever. Oh, but frick. you're not actually <laughs> that age. Look, don't hold me accountable for this. It's a fake story, guys. They do this with they do this with superheroes and stories like that, where the the character is like really so old. So does big big cope. <laughs> where they're where they're really old. The character's really old, but they mysteriously just look like a 32 year. You know, you know what I mean. Like it's it's fine. I mean, even even super. Superman is an alien having sex with a human being. True. That's also creepy. Cody P said, do any of you have suggestions for fantasy books? I'm writing a book of my own and want to read some well-written stories for inspiration. Ladies? I would say C.S. Lewis Space Trilogy, but that's more sci-fi than fantasy. When you read it, it, it it's both. Yeah, I would, I mean, I don't really read a lot of fantasy, but you can always like read Greek myths or uh, folk tales from Scandinavia or Ireland, and that might be a good jumping off point. Dustin says beauty and the bestiality. <laughs> That's there. That Disney. There you go, Disney. Uh, now we got a bunch from Sketch Therapy. You can go through those. I guess. Uh, it's oh a wow, bunch this is a lot in a row. Okay, <laughs> he said, Megan movie robot plus Mary deepfake is illegal if deepfake laws exist. Corn is an excuse to go after memes using images not as intended by studios and politicians. Giving the state censor power is never a good idea. The studios would sue the people sending you memes. Short-sightedness when making things illegal is bad. I love y'all. I don't love how state uses power. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I don't think that legislation should be made hastily, if that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when... Um, also, I'm actually arguing for capitalism in this sense. I think we should stop consuming corn, not the agricultural type. And therefore drive down. Hey, demand. maybe both, <laughs> right? Like I, don't, I can't make an argument about the farms. Maybe but, corn syrup is bad, guys. But I'm like, the, if the, you if you're against state government, you should be into upholding cultural values that don't rely on this industry, in my opinion. And you're free to think something else. Remember the 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 Donald Trump and CNN WWE video where it's like the it's Donald Trump hitting the CNN logo with mm-hmm. a chair. And they tried to sue, right? Was that what it was? Well, and Paul Gosar got kicked off his committee for, like, sharing some similar video. Mike Garland said it's... Blip. Blip. Okay. I don't know what this means. Potatoes for Seamus said, low energy, Brett. Come on, man. Give us that energy. Look. Eat a potato. You're not drinking a monster. You're drinking a Red Bull. Maybe it doesn't work as well. Look, this is one of those things where if if it's too high energy, then everyone says everyone talks over one another. They're like, breathe, Brett. Breathe. Breathe. Like, I I can't (laughs) win. You can't win, win, I can't win. So am I, do I have too high energy sometime? Do I have too low energy sometime? Is it because I'm not complaining enough? Lots of negativity. You gotta get angrier. Uh, You gotta yell. What I've learned is that people love the anger i don't relish the anger like i get angry about stuff but it's not like i relish being angry or want to be upset sure just just be like me and be generally unenthused i can just like hear brett as a dad being like it's not that i want to get angry i am just so frustrated (laughs) bobcat said mary it's more that women are more valuable in general not just your bodies which is why we must must smash the matriarchy like it's that like button. Yeah, speaking of which, guys, <laughs> could you please hit the like button uh, on this video and subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? That would help us greatly. Please do that. Theoden King of Broan said, we can deep fake bat nipples on all the bat suits. We have the technology. Oh, like Steve, <laughs> like, uh, Steve Austin, $6 million man. 
<laughs> but should we? Let's do. Well, yeah, we can, just because we, we can just doesn't mean that we should. Let's just do the one more and then we'll move on. Blazed Clout said, "How Brett? How? How what? I need I to know, know how what? The question what? Is. How are you? Such delight to work That's, with? That, no, that, no, he just came. All right. Right. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? <laughs> All right, guys, we're moving. On. We're moving on. Now that everyone's calling me low energy, this is this is fantastic. Now I'm gonna so get, rude. I'm gonna you be know? lower. You start energy talking now. in like slow motion. And Miss, guys, I, I guess something no. happened. You know, Mr. Beast is being called Antichrist on Twitter for helping blind people regain their vision. That's actually something. Are we going to be like running defense for him in this segment? I don't know. I, I didn't get the script. Of what we're supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, what, what is our but, position supposed? <laughs> what, what is our position supposed to be, Mary? Every YouTuber is a hyphenated activist now. Yep. And you have to pick your I'm chosen philanthropy, I'm like actively, a frat house or, or a sorority would. I believe that no activism <laughs> yeah. is the highest Blindness form of activism. Blindness was my you can sororities, be. just for real. For totally That's seriously. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Beast would have like collabed with your sorority yeah, for to sure. cure blindness. My sorority is no. probably like emailing him, like, please come help us. No so. activism is the highest form of activism you can attain. Please, whatever you do, it is not enough to just not be an activist. It is your job as a human being to actively become an anti-activist. So Mr. Beast's recent philanthropic effort was to pay for a thousand yep. blind people to get a surgery to restore their vision, which is called faceoemulsification, I believe. And of course, people found a problem with this. He got backlash for this because people think he is just doing this for the cloud. He's just he doing this win. for profit. And they're they're worried about the circumstances. Like, are these people getting coerced into agreeing to these operations? I have a, I'm of two minds on this one. Because one... I do hate the videos where people go out in public and just like give stuff to homeless people because it's coercive. Like filming them. Because it's coercive. Yeah. Because right. you don't give them the opportunity to consent to what you're doing. Therefore, you're coercing a moment out of this person who's very clearly down on your luck. There are clearly way more steps involved in something mm -hmm. like this. People have to sign up. They have to be invited to do something they like this. They probably have to like qualify and for the surgery at a certain point isn't this kind of the point of capitalism that yeah. he uses his his financial wealth to both make money and make lives better to make the lives of other people better i mean like, i think that's also what like libertarians would say too right like yeah. you don't want to rely on the state for support you, you rely on like private enterprise and private enterprise right yeah. I, okay so like we could set up a whole scale of like youtubers or social media people like doing stuff to seem like they're giving back. So there are like, you know, the classic like filming you homeless person while I bring you my leftovers or whatever. Sure. And that seems like grosser You're and more You're forcing someone to be right. in your content. All of the people I in Mr. Beast stuff. videos probably know, like yeah. he probably put out a call. Again, since it's an actual surgery and maybe they need to have certain conditions or be of a certain health, like I'm pretty sure it would be difficult to be coerced into this. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to probably go through a lot of screenings. And then there was like the middle track for me, which is like if you're a YouTuber and you're like, we're going to knock on like yeah. 50 doors in a low income neighborhood and tell everyone we're giving them $10,000 for Christmas and you yeah. film them. Maybe you blur the faces. Maybe you don't like you're obviously trying to prove how nice you yeah. are. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I think there's been a certain level of trust, I guess, broken between YouTube viewers, especially like, uh, of vlogs mm -hmm. and the YouTubers, because these scandals and scams have happened so many times, like more often than not, basically. Yeah. Like even for David Dobrik, if he is giving somebody a car, they have to humiliate themselves yeah. or do something extremely painful for his amusement in order to earn it. Mm -hmm. So 
people are just skeptical immediately when maybe he could be doing something that's actually good. This is his tweet about it. He says, Twitter, rich people should help others with their money. Me, okay, I'll use my money to help people and I promise to give away all my money before I die. Every single penny. Twitter, Mr. Beast bad. I don't know if the plan to give away every single penny of your money is a good plan, but it's better than hoarding your wealth uh, or scamming people with it. No, not building generational wealth. He should be building generational wealth. He can do whatever he wants. He can do both. And also, when he has kids, he may rethink this platform. Let's be real. Like, (laughs) he's pretty young still, right? Yeah, he's in his... What is he, like, 24? He's in his mid-20s or something like that. Like, for me, is it like he hasn't picked a pet cause? Like, we're, we're mad that, like, this week it's blind people, but next week it might be something else homelessness like is he it doesn't that have to be the poster child for anything no he doesn't and also like can't we just be like cool he did a good thing and so, i'm sure the people that he did help are grateful for the, the help the, of course watch the video it's really not good. i think some people pointed out that maybe these people were misled about the likelihood that their vision would be restored after getting this procedure so like it's it like was click, something like is it like clickbaity because he said everyone gets to see and like maybe it doesn't and it work didn't work out for everybody i don't know the exact amount of people it worked out for but some but like, people said it was like maybe a tenth but like, a, probably sure. the medical professional who appears to be in these videos would be like hey we can't guarantee there's it. a dude in this video where this guy gets the where he gets the the patches off his eyes yeah. and they have him read the the thing to see if you can see it says I just won $10,000 and then he hands the dude $10,000. I'm sure there's, you know, you can say what you want about the dude, but... It would be worse if he went around to all of these patients yeah. and was like, I'm going to give you the amount of money you need to get this operation called blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm going to just trust you with this money that you're going to use it for that. Yeah. Well, Instead, he is directly funding them getting this operation the if and they so like, desire. Holding what if you gave them the money, but they have no access to this kind? Like if this is he a specialized procedure, right? Yeah. Like that seems really cool that you would just be like, don't worry, I'm going to take care of it. And yeah. like, you don't have to wait a year and a half for this procedure. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Maybe there's not a wait list but like why it's again this thing where like people are fueled by negativity and if anything he did in this scenario they would have been upset about and i i get that there are people who like sort of fake that they're doing good for the clout and for the views but like in this case i i don't know very much about mr beast i read one rolling stone article that was very interesting and it just seems like he does what he's passionate about. And so, like, if next week it's, like, building a maze or whatever he's into and this week it's helping someone, like, those that's fine. Why would that be bad? It seems like we want to find something wrong with everyone. Yeah. Ultimately, I think it's that there is a huge culture of envy, mm-hmm. especially that gets stoked worse on the internet. He, envy so is that the people biggest, just echo back at yeah. each other, like, he didn't use his money how he should have used it. When ultimately... You know, at the end of the day, it's his money. It's not yours. You're not the one who gets to make the decision. And I doubt you would have used it in a wiser fashion than he he did. Well, and like, it's just constant, like, like you said, jealousy and negativity that gets into. Sorry, let's just, let's just. It's hard right towards the end. Uh, you just get into this like cyclone of of envy and negativity that doesn't let anyone celebrate a good thing happening. Nobody in, nobody on the internet loves uh, likes oh. it when other people are successful because everyone on the I internet. I mean, I wouldn't say nobody. I'm being hyperbolic. There's, so, there's a whole 
I'm like, being hyperbolic. Cottage also, industry of good, like feel yeah. good news. And I will say, I love, for, I love be, uh, I love a bunch of be inspired and all that stuff. Okay. Like that. Well, even this article, right? One person called him the Antichrist, right? Like, here's it, here's the. Tweets. I think that that's hard to be like. We do the other part is like the secondary cycle of this is like the first reaction on Twitter people getting upset maybe some people being happy and then like the media picks it up and it's like one person said he was the antichrist so apparently the entire internet is freaking out like it's a little hyper a I little said bit like hyperbolic. I don't think Mr. Beast is charismatic enough to plausibly see but I think that I think he's actually so charismatic that he's found a way to make himself less charismatic because people would be more suspicious if he was more charismatic so he is charismatically so he is hiding his char oh he's charismatically hiding his somebody charisma. let this guy live you know what I mean? If Jeez. Mr. Beast truly wanted to do something good and truly cares about disabled people, he wouldn't monetize their suffering and make them tap dance on video what? just so that he can slap it up on YouTube. He didn't make them tap dance. What is it's the tap dance part? It's literally just a video of people getting the surgery done and thanking him. And here's the tweet calling him the Antichrist. They said he is literally the Antichrist. He is performing our society's equivalent of miracles through these excessive acts of faux generosity and is garnering everyone's undivided love and admiration in doing so. He will start subverting Christ's teachings next and preaching selfish action. But maybe, like, maybe okay, Pfizer is the actual. I have to dial back to one. Like, wow, he did not personally cure blindness, and he did not claim to. He took them to a doctor, and I, I don't think that you are qu quite understanding. Maybe like, this is ironic. I don't think he's performing miracles himself, as he clearly like. It would be very different if he was like, I found a bunch of people and I gave them my potion, and now they can all see. Like, that's not what's happening either. Here's one that says, I have no clue who Mr. Beast is, so seeing a bunch of people call him the literal Antichrist for paying for a thousand, a thousand surgeries one is pretty weird, LOL. Like Twitter he went about it in the entirely scientific, yeah. explainable way. Twitter hating on Mr. Beast for literally paying for 1,000 people to see for the first time is crazy, and I'll never understand it. Bro just became Jesus Christ, and it's all, ooh, I just can't stand this fellow. He's so evil. It would be one thing if he brought them to, like, pseudoscientific health gurus that made yeah. them... This is my, also, this because, is my personal because favorite. Because Jesus made someone see... Mr. B should not fund any research towards curing blindness. Jesus like otherwise, blindness he's sacrilegious by, sh by shoving mud in someone's eyes. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's what Mr. B said. Also, does that are you saying that like only people who are religious should have any interest in the these blind? people would love it if the if the government did it for them. The people in, I don't know. Uh, I think people are just weird. mad that there is a rich white male who is successful, especially in this space, mm -hmm. and is using his money at his own discretion. There was somebody on Twitter That's what mad earlier about. that said like, I want to tax people like 98 to, I want to tax rich people 98% uh, of their income. You should take Bernie Sanders as the, as the safe option. Basically threatening you, saying like, you should consider Bernie Sanders a gift because I want to tax you like 98% of the time. And that's the mindset of these type of people. The, they would have no problem with the government coming in and doing a thousand surgeries to cure blind people. They would be hailing the state as the ultimate entity which they already do. So, and I, I think I, it goes back to more what you were saying earlier, and it's the most important part to me, is that it's just envy. It's a lot of Monday morning quarterbacking and yeah. envy from people who only have about enough in their lives to complain about it on Twitter, but not enough to actually do something about also, it. Also, like, they too could help people in need, right? Like, I know I joked about it, but, like, my sorority really was, like, that was our thing. We, like, help blind people. Like, there are services that you can get on your phone, like, 
it's an i don't remember what it's called but like an app where like you just log in for the hour and if anyone who is visually impaired needs help like doing something they just basically facetime you and you help them with that like if you wanted to make a difference in someone's lives if this was an area that you really cared about like you don't need Mr. Beast money to make a difference. It is amazing it's that he has the resources. It's easier to complain about somebody else well, than it's, it is to it's, do it yourself. On his level, he has the resources to make this big of an impact and do this kind of help. But yeah. like, if you really, like, anyone who's complaining about this like, is also not going to take the time to do anything to help someone who's affected by this kind of Because they just want to complain and tear down somebody else's accomplishments Makes instead of better. doing something themselves. There's one tweet, though, uh, that I just found that does maybe convinced me in the direction that he is the Antichrist. They said, how can you hate Mr. Beast? He's done more for people than any of us ever will. The man is a saint. I'd rather follow Mr. Beast than Jesus. Ah, okay. But that, that does person, kind of provide some an that, argument in the direction of Antichrist. That person's not Antichrist. following Jesus anyways, probably. So it doesn't really <laughs> matter. Right. They would right. follow Ronald McDonald before Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? It's irrelevant. It's done so much for society, man. Okay, we've got a few super chats. Yep. Caper2x said, listening to Hannah Claire makes me smarter. <laughs> See, look at look at your Lord. philanthropic efforts. You're, you're making people smarter. Oh my gosh, uh, that's a compliment. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're like our tutor. Cardio Bro said, do you think there exist deep <laughs> fake nudes of Sir Poole? Well, I don't know who Sir Poole is, but I, I hope not. Hopefully not. Caleb Birch said... Mr. Beast gets his money from making videos. No videos equals no money equals no surgery. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's not solely videos because I was wondering how is this profitable for him? Maybe he did it out of the kindness of his heart. AdSense isn't that great. You yeah. know? Like, I mean, I, I didn't see. He also does like the burgers thing and he makes candy he sells now. Things in, like Walmart. But like initially, know? he was like a lot of YouTubers yeah. made his money off YouTube and like that makes sense to me. Like, even if he doesn't make a ton of money off these videos, yeah. like. If he can reinvest it into he's like doing the communist manifesto, he is redistributing his wealth. He is dividing his spoils. All right, guys, we're moving on. Uh, We're going to move on. We're going to talk about. We should have more celebrities who do stuff like this. Like we should demand that if you make a million dollars, you pay for a thousand surgeries. Well, no, we should not demand it. We should encourage a society that where they choose. I think we should demand it as a culture. I don't think we should regulate it by the government, but I think that we should have an expectation that you help people. I think that's good. All right, we're moving on. So. Swedish pop star Zara Larsson slammed for <laughs> Mary. She wore a dress that is essentially Burzum merch. And oh if, you're, if you're oh unaware. Boy. Let's the, look at the dress first. If you're unaware, Burzum. I like the dress uh, without the logos. It's a cute, it's a cute dress. Take the, sure. logo, take the logos off and I like it. Burzum is Lord. a metal band and it has a complicated history is associated with uh, <laughs> a former musician, Varg Vikerns, and he was convicted of a murder, okay? Which is um, not what people are mad about here. They're mad because he was racist. Are, people are actually mad that she wore this dress because he <laughs> had extreme right-wing political views, including an open embrace of white supremacy and anti-Semitic beliefs. This is this is this reminds me of Peacemaker when we were watching Peacemaker and we were reviewing Peacemaker. Everyone's complaining about his dad, like who's like a he's he's alt-right and he's a mm-hmm. white supremacist. Never pointing out that he literally raised his son to be like a ruthless murderer, mm-hmm. but they don't have a problem with him raising his son into it's a world. It's not his parenting of, that's the, the problem. The, it's no, just, no, it's just it's just they're like it's it's that he he raised his son into a cultural 
a culture of violence and in homicide. But that's not the problem. The problem is he's a white supremacist. And I'm like, right. I feel like they're both worth mentioning in the horrible category. Look, I think there's an easy way to save Zara. You know, we do the okay. same things we do for girls who wear a Nirvana t-shirt. Yep. Name three songs. <laughs> name three songs by this band. Name three Burzum songs. Name three Cannibal Corpse If songs. she can't name three, she didn't know what she was wearing. Well, that's what she She's says. She's just an idiot. She, that's what she says here. She I mean, says, they, they wear these band shirts all the time. Mm -hmm. It's essentially a norm. My, my, I, if you had honestly told me she bought this at uh, Urban Outfitters, I'd be like, mm, checks out. Checks out. out, yeah. Also, it's it's really funny when somebody's like, I heard, I thought Nirvana was the name of the brand. <laughs> <laughs> I but okay to be fair I've seen a ton of ironic TikToks from Zoomers wearing Nirvana shirts where they like they do the like put a finger down for every song you recognize from 90s yeah. and then Nirvana comes on and they don't put a finger down mm -hmm. and then everyone's like how have you not heard of Nirvana see I like the ones like, where it's like moms <laughs> running around after they're like obviously two or three year old child who's wearing a Nirvana shirt that they bought them and it's like wow name three songs name three, name three songs. songs you can't do it you poser and the kid is you like you can't even name three colors or shapes you can't, let the kid alone. can't even talk like it's an obvious joke right She's like, um, so here was here was her response she said oopsie Zara Larson said oopsie had no idea i just thought my clothes looked cool it was unfortunate to clarify i wasn't wearing their merchandise i was wearing raf simmons with a print of them i suppose yeah so it's simmons really raf simmons fault for putting this on it's, a dress it's more edgy it's more edgy like wannabe wannabe dope. edgelord dope yeah it's, it's dope that's what they think it is. they think it's, <laughs> it's more fashion nerds thinking that it's dope yep. and it's not i think we should just start making fake band t-shirts make them look like old and vintage and have people wear them <laughs> and then you're like name three songs and what you can't because they don't have any what movie is it is it can't hardly wait where they wear the band they wear their own band shirt to their own concert and they're like you can't wear your own band shirt to the concert i, I, no I forget idea. what movie that was from but um so the, they're very mad about this what would be the most re it, i guess it could like could this happen now if somebody like goes out in balenciaga and they're like you support that's yeah, the funny like, thing is the double standard right because yeah. she's obviously totally ignorant to any of the lore about yeah. burzum but she's getting flamed for it meanwhile you know, the Kardashians or every celebrity who's gotten free Balenciaga in the mail is still wearing Balenciaga. There's no pushback whatsoever because yeah. I guess our culture has just reached a point where on a sliding scale, PDF file behavior yeah. is more acceptable than I like being hateful like, yeah. toward, a, toward a race. I, I don't really get our ethical compass anymore uh it's like do we have a collective well they, they actually make that joke in velma where they talk about like physical violence is bad but didn't you see that they hurt that girl's feelings right they're making like, fun of it yet at the same time it's written by people who enforce these exactly, standards so exactly. it doesn't yep. land as a joke it just makes you more resentful yep. i just think it would have been funny if she was like no i know who the band is i like them i, I love stand by it. Varg, big fan yep, i can. stand here's five songs <laughs> like I don't know. and he's innocent and yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was a false conviction man yeah I, she's just like she's like super um, knowledgeable she's actually writing a biography on him yeah. in her spare time she's like i don't see what the problem is like, i don't see i don't know i, I don't think it's good on her i don't see this girl writing biographies about about death metal bands why why do you judge a book by its cover brett I'm, you don't know she zara could, doesn't even I'm, judge a t-shirt by could its be words. an extremely prolific writer she could be i'm I, i'm misogynist i'm I sorry i mean like you think really about are. like people who wear like 
Che Guevara is it Che Guevara t-shirt oh yeah people have no they, idea what they mouth like, they wear mouth yeah. shirts Mal, like, wear mouth shirts like people do dumb stuff all the time it's just yeah. like again we there are some things that people are like you crazy kids and your fun ideology yeah. I mean Other Kanye were, is out here wearing the insignia of the 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 Third Reich in Balenciaga stores they've been right doing now, this so. with Che Guevara shirts for years like it's so funny like they it's like a it's like a trope in TV shows I posted a a I posted in a screenshot of a sh- of the show Royal Pains last night where they have a hippie guy and he's got all the stickers on the back of his car and it's so funny to look at how sticker like how movements have changed like it's even this show came out in like 20 2009 and this episode was like 2011 and it's got a celebrate diversity sticker right next to an end the fed sticker right next to a question all question everything sticker and mm-hmm. it's got all of these things but all these shows whenever they want to show some edge lord college kid he's always got a Che Guevara shirt yeah, on that, uh, that's 70 so Danny Masterson's yeah. character, like he was like the edgy outsider. He always has one on. Like yeah. I, I just, I, I don't think anyone actually stands by what's on their T-shirt. I mean, some people really do, and it makes me want to buy stuff that like makes people mad, right? Like if Are I start going to buy a Burzum, no, I think about wearing now. like a Stonewall Jackson T-shirt, like <laughs> you know, just like spice it up because like I could probably name three three battles of the Confederacy, but like <laughs> or, or go back to Splash Mountain, the one that's still operating or i'll get like a ross perot t-shirt and be like he should have won actually the, in the, on that screenshot that i posted he has a sticker that says don't blame me i voted for nader yeah. a lot of people still wear like reagan shirts oh yeah today. The, there was a, i don't remember who the guest was here but he had somebody with him that had like a reagan bush like uh yeah. shirt on that was like it was like yeah. it was in such good condition but it didn't look like a reprint it was incredible people yeah. even wear those as like an ironic thing these days yep. i just think it's all kind of not that interesting right it's, like i think it would have been more I get a paul wellstone shirt since i'm from minnesota maybe i'll get a paul wellstone you should shirt. like this is funny we should like have hilarious t-shirts that like people have to be like what is that and before they freak out about yeah. it they have to talk to you like I think it would have been interesting if she was like, oh, I wore this to spark conversation. I actually think that, like, he was wrongly <laughs> accused or whatever else. I don't fault Jimmy her Shelley, for having Ni- not known. Nixon but... shirts. Could we get some Richard Nixon shirts? You remember when Melania had that bomber jacket I don't care. on the back? It Do said, you? like, I don't really care, dot, dot, dot. Do, Do you? you? <laughs> I have been searching for that jacket. Oh, you and a lot of other conservative ladies. I it immediately it. sold out on Zara's website. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Zara jacket? I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering correctly, you know it was a Zara. And they're never bringing it back. They're never bringing it back, which Zara, oh. come on, man up. You can do it. I, I will be looking on the secondhand Oh, websites. my gosh. It's, like, the <laughs> internet is crazy for them. I think I saw one retail for, like, over a thousand dollars if i'm not oh wrong gosh. it is a zara jacket i could be i could be off on that one there's a there's a website called as seen on tv yeah where you can look up shirts i, I, I was telling them about this here it's this great way i don't know if they still update it but they used to update it pretty regularly mm-hmm. where you could get there was this amazing shirt that this character on the show nikita wore that i needed to find and then i actually ended up finding it, it was like $200 yeah i'm not buying it because they get crazy happy. the yeah. other thing about the melania one was like i'm pretty sure she wore that jacket to like touring like somewhere there had been like flooding or a hurricane and people were like oh yeah like real bad timing there but then later on she claimed it was directed at the media because she thought they were like twisting initially she was like that wasn't my intent and i don't know i feel like she just wore a jacket like who cares but 
Well, when yeah. you when you reach a certain level of notoriety, everything you choose. Remember, we we I I always bring it up the Obama wearing light colors before <laughs> the spring season. That was a big. I still well, remember. I don't Melania's know. The colors was, are a big deal in like royal family there, drama. There was a guy. There <laughs> Except was a, I love the audio where Matt, you hear Meghan Markle being like, "You're not allowed to wear the same color, and you're not allowed to whatever." And then it's like all the clips of her and everyone else violating these. Right. Sp- <laughs> there was a guy who used to come in when I used to to manage the gas station, and he would come in. And he was like grandfathered into like getting free coffee every day. He just sat there. He was he's retired, right? And we would that sit is the there. best like level of small town fame you yeah. could ever have. And, I love and that. the thing is, is we we would sit there and we would argue. Me and him when when the store was empty, not when there was other people around, and we'd bicker about politics back and forth <laughs> for hours at a time. Well, he drank. How did not drive you crazy? Well, he drank my coffee. Well, I used to care because Brett was I, like, "This is who I'll be when I'm older." I ca- I cared at the time, but like he, you know, he would come and he's like, and the and the GLP would complain about Obama wearing the colors and I'm just like I was like let me guess they want to get rid of your Medicare too huh your social security (laughs) that was that was what we used to do this is such a quaint little story it was uh, you told it before we would argue constantly about politics because he was just an old school liberal dude an old fuddy duddy and I was uh, I I, I don't know not a conservative but certainly like but he was also what they called blue dog yeah he would he would be what you'd consider a blue dog democrat like you know because he was yeah he was he was a plumber his whole life so you know would have been unionized uh believed in owning guns and stuff like that but people like that that are that old that aren't on the internet don't understand what's happened to politics and, and where well, the world and that, has gone that lifestyle is going away like yeah we, i mean we don't have to make this a political podcast but blue dog democrats fascinating yes so yeah that was that is a that is a small town story it's, it's up there with my childhood That's stories cute. that hannah claire loves to hear so much uh, about the about the hockey stick picture frames and all that stuff it's so the best all right we got one more <laughs> i like this all right so jay this is so on the nose jay leno under fire for joke <laughs> but that 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 you know the new york post like writing room was like good one excellent <laughs> <Yes>. job <laughs> somebody was like nice he joked nice. that he, he crashed into Jeremy Renner's snowplow. It, it was it was off color, but I still I you know I got a little bit of a kick out of it. It didn't it didn't offend me. It's off me. color, but so is the headline that he's under fire. So yeah. that, that's, that's it. They, you know as long as Jay Leno goes, ha, you got me. That was good. For a while, I thought that his burns were going to be really severe the no, way they framed fine. it in the media, but he was fine. Jeremy Renner is going to be fine too. Hopefully. hopefully, I mean he's got a long road of uh, a long rec- road of recovery ahead of him. But you know, it's my hope is that if uh, I've always said like if anything bad happens to me, I give everyone here permission to to make fun of me. It's fine. Uh, wait, if you die, if if I die, you're you're welcome. I won't to, make fun of you if you die. If you get into a a big a accident, accident, and once we know you're going to be okay, you're, then I feel like we're in a golden era to start like not <laughs> making fun of you, but maybe make trying to make light of the situation. Yeah, like but I, only if you're going to be okay. Let's, uh, look. Brett, didn't you say one of your legs is longer than the other naturally? Slightly longer than the other. I if you got if you got in an accident, you got a boot on the leg that's shorter. That would be miraculous a, for your balance. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's uh, I just thought of that. It's uh, that that could work pretty well. Uh, but it's like <laughs> like if I uh, like like me and me and several people here, me and Dane even like well, you know, there's jokes about there's humor that is definitely dark that. I, that doesn't bother me that has been that have always been just part of you have to be able to laugh at yourself and laugh at certain circumstances. I think it's part of also um, coming through addiction 
for me is I can't take it so seriously. Yeah. Like I can be serious when I talk about it with people and say, look, it's a very serious thing to have to go through. Uh, but when you go through a period in your life where you're literally sure that you're going to die alone in your apartment, it's very hard to not gain some perspective from that where humor just doesn't bother me. One of the comments said, the phony outrage on behalf of Jeremy Renner, who probably would think that this is funny, is ridiculous. And it made me think, is Jay Leno sort of representative of a time long past of late night and real comedy being presented on TV? One of my my favorite um, late night segments is when uh, Dave Letterman used to do the, the top 10 list. And they did this one. Now I don't remember what car it was, but there was like a, there was like an SUV that kept catching on fire. Uh, and so the Tesla like, SUV? No, no. This is this is a very long time ago. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember if it was like the if it's not a shit if it's a Ford. It was like a Ford Explorer or something like mm-hmm. some year model of Ford Explorer. And like the number one on the list was like it was like the top ten rebranding ideas for the for the Ford Explorer. And it was like forget Chevy, we've got the real Blazer. <laughs> and it's like people were getting very very hurt when they were doing this at that time. And you ever- it was just. You understood that it was humor. Yeah. Have you ever listened to, um, it's an NPR show called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And they do mm-hmm. it like Sunday or Saturday morning. I can't remember when. And they'll be like, they'll have these comedians on and you'll have, they'll be like, okay, you're going to like come up with fake headlines on the fly for different things or like different blurbs. And like, mm-hmm. you can hear the audience like laughing because it's funny, it's witty, but also being like, ah, yeah. at times because you know you're not supposed to laugh. And like, again, I, I feel like, Maybe Jay Leno shouldn't have weighed into this thing, but like you might have been asked. Maybe too. he's just trying to bring some levy to levity. He's just not on the thing. internet as much. Or, and does like he know Jeremy Renner? You know, what I don't I mean? know. See, that thing. I think a big part of it is like if you're not, if you're not perpetually online, you can make these comments in passing, like you used to be able to twenty years ago, and it just. Even for right. the internet, it's so tame, right? Yeah. Well, and um, like, if this was in a late night monologue, people would have been like, right. uh, not it, great joke, but like, okay. Just because it's a tweet, yeah. it's inflammatory. I don't know. And because it's a I've been thinking Tiger about Woods this more recently that like, every individual probably has things that are off the table for jokes. At least jokes that they'll make, jokes that they will personally find funny. And I think that's fine, but the problem comes about when you start forcing your personal boundary of humor onto all of society. And that's what some people have attempted to do. Unfortunately, it seems like it's working. (laughs) Also, if you learn to laugh at yourself, like you take a lot of the power away from- I wanted to ask you actually, um, when did you feel like it was allowed to make jokes about 9-11? Come on, Grandpa. Tell that's us about that. I mean, we're, we're all Americans here. We can talk about that. That's a very you know? good question. We're allowed to talk about it because we were the victims. Do, do you do you know? Do you do what? Do you think? Uh, when do you think it was? I don't know. I don't really joke about nine eleven. I don't know. I mean, if that's you were like, still like pretty young. I don't know. If yeah, it I meant like that much. Just to you. barely remember, but I, but I grew up in the Northeast. Like I grew up in driving distance of New York City, and like my friends' parents commuted yeah. in. Yeah. And so I remember it being like a stressful time. Okay. But like, I don't make any jokes about it. But. Not that I guess I would be offended if someone did. I just don't. It's not something that occurs to me to make fun of. Like I was just wondering. I think it's easier if you're more removed from it. If it just seems like, oh, I got a day off from yeah. school that day. Or I whatever. only ever. I was wondering because you were yeah. like closer to. Uh, you I know, I only like, ever joke. Adults about it in make terms dark of, dark yeah. jokes like that, or not around children. 
I only joke about it in terms of Jesse Ventura, but that's just the only humor that, of, of uh, what do you mean? I'm just asking questions. But do you feel like there was a certain not long after statute of limitations yeah. uh, on what, making jokes about it? No, no. It, what's funny is too is because it, it inspired like a wave of like television that was just so American imperialism. Like I like my favorite thing is how every TV show after that would like every cop show was about the Patriot Act, where like they would use the Patriot Act <laughs> to get away with just about everything, and like that's more offensive to me than joking like like making that okay on television is more ins insulting to me than making jokes about it because of the longer repercussions about mm -hmm. it but beware of people with no sense of humor yeah I feel like for everyone there's but different it, things but with at the same time then you have uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates who made his comments about 9-11 first responders that don't offend uh, me yeah. that the, the comments don't necessarily offend me but it's is that the person you hire to, well, to write Captain America jokes. No, they were not. They they were in earnest. But like like do, do like do I want that guy writing Captain America? No. But then they're like, oh, you're offended by his comments. No, I'm saying that he's literally the wrong person for the job. That, it's not even being offended. It's just yeah. like I don't think this person is emotionally literate enough. Yeah. No, to write this certain type of story. No sacred cows. Like everyone needs to be like. Yeah. That's how we like. The funny thing well, is, this is something my dad was spot on about when when they started introducing protected classes. My dad said this will be a problem mm -hmm. because there will be people that will be. Un, like undefinably un, uninsultable. You yeah. won't be allowed to uh, have humor at their expense and that will not only damage your ability of your free speech, but it will actually sector them off from society because a big part of how we connect with other people it's is it's, it's the idea of um, frat initiation, right? Your mm -hmm. perceived importance to the group is raised through humiliation. Yeah, that's I'm not saying that you humiliate them, but I'm saying that like me knowing that I can make fun of you and you can make fun of me makes me more makes our relationship easier to navigate. Right. When you don't feel like you have to tiptoe around certain things. Yeah, I think part of like having a level of like intimacy and comfort with someone is knowing that like they can take a joke essentially yeah. or like they are not that. looking to convict you for every single thing you say especially when you say things in jest like there are things that like i won't joke about but not always because i'm super emotionally serious about them i just don't have any material or like it's just not it doesn't occur to me but there are things that like over time are culture moves back and forth on right so like i hate to invoke it but like the harvey weinstein casting couch stuff like that kind of was a joke in hollywood people would use yeah, it in monologues all the time. but then we changed our minds right. and we're like wait actually this is really bad like there are things that people might say as a joke and in the right context i might laugh at it but on other times like i don't know that it has to be funny and i don't know mm -hmm. that like you have to like just because someone made a joke if you don't find it funny it doesn't make the joke not funny it also doesn't make you obligated to laugh at the joke yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. we have to give space for like humor to flop on occasion i've uh yeah. it's why, like that's why i have the, a lot of respect for stand-up like it takes a, a strong strong sense of uh like you have to be kind of crazy to be willing to just sure. like everyone's had a joke fall flat and it's not a pleasant experience it's even worse for men to 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 go up on stage and put yourself in a position where that's going to happen more than once in like a five to 10 minute span is kind of bonkers. Like I wouldn't want to do that. Like even, even doing this show, 
I, I'm not a huge. You well, know, we're not comedians, thankfully. Yeah, thank we don't have God, to right? like, <laughs> rely on being funny to be here. But it, <laughs> like, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't really have to do that. But like, but, for you guys, do you think that there's something you won't joke about, or something you won't like? A, if someone makes a joke about it, then you simply won't find it funny. Because for me, it's like the kind of James Gunn territory, oh. like that kind of thing, especially when it rings true for the industry he works in. There's humor I about don't find children. Funny, I'm like, nah, that's not funny. There's stuff that I just don't laugh at, right? Like, I don't find it funny. I wouldn't make the joke. I'm not going to pity laugh at you if you make a joke that I don't find funny. I mean, it's but the same, like, like, I wouldn't tell you not to make the joke. Yeah. I would just tell you why I don't. Yeah, that's different. You know what I mean? Um, there's definitely stuff that like I think is serious and people laugh at that like I don't, right? Like, I don't know, suicide, right? Like, I personally feel like I would never jokingly like that's not something I would joke about and that's not something I would want someone to joke about like but I don't freak out if someone does right I don't have a moral right. high ground it's just that it's not funny to me and therefore I'm not gonna laugh I find uh, there's there's probably a joke about every single off-color topic or bad topic that I find funny we've me the stuff me and Mary joke about <laughs> is abhorrent but it's it's, it's because humor. we just have that familiarity yeah. with each other yeah. and like, like, like it doesn't matter if you if you're having a good time it doesn't matter I'm not going to freak out if someone jokes about something I don't care about, but like, I don't think that like, just because you're like, I get annoyed when people are like, it was a joke. It's like, but maybe it was a bad joke. Maybe you're just not that funny. Like people will get upset. I'm when okay with that. Yeah. It's like, not a call for censorship. It's a call for social shaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's not that, it's not that what you said was bad. It's that it wasn't funny. And that's, you know, that's yeah. the funny thing is, like, I, the average person would rather be told their joke is offensive than unfunny. Yeah, I think that's that because that makes them feel kind of like salacious, right? Like yeah. the Jay Leno thing isn't uh, controversial to me. It's just not that funny, right? Like it takes a long setup. Setup. It was sort of out it's of nowhere. I don't really get it. Like it's just not that funny to me. But I'm not going to freak out that he posted it. Yeah. I, I yeah. It's the the stuff that I find funny. I, I could never say on here most of the time, and that's if fine. only it were like a members only. Even then, show. I even, even even then there would some there some things would be off the table yeah. that just are for look. There are people who conversations. Like, there there was a time here where there would be like dead mom jokes made that as somebody who lost his mother. I could laugh at because I have been through it. I've mm -hmm. come out the other side with perspective. So when those jokes would be made to me by somebody that understood that this was something that I was okay with. I mean, after the, the first time it happened, it was by accident mm -hmm. and I laughed because it was funny because he, mm -hmm. it was, it was in a situation where it was like, literally we had just talked about it and then asked something where it's like, as if like my mom was still alive and we both laughed because it was literally like right after this happened. And after that, it became a thing. I have dealt with what it, what I had to deal with to get through the loss of my mom. Mm -hmm. I miss my mom every day, but I don't find that that humor, if anything, being able to share the little bit of light in a dark moment with somebody yeah. that you're, that you're comfortable with is an affirmation of human connection. Yeah. To me. And I think it depends on where it comes from, right? Yeah. You're talking about this experience with someone you're close to, right? Like yes. if you're close to someone, it's very I mean, different even if, somebody, if somebody made like a, your mom joke to me and knew my mom was, passed, I always just say my, offend me. see, I always, when people make your mom jokes, I just say my mom's dead and it really freaks people out because it's true, <laughs> but they get uncomfortable. But and the that's comeback is to, The funny thing is to say that when they're not dead, it's just to make them feel uncomfortable. <laughs> see, see, that happened to me once I was, when I was in like middle school or something, someone like made a your mom joke and I was like, my mom's dead. And he was like, so is mine. I was like, 
okay? Yeah. And then the person next to him was like, no, she's being serious. And I got to be like weird and morbid. I found delight in it. He was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it's cool, but like his joke wasn't actually that funny. My response, this is gonna sound like arrogant, but like my response was much funnier. <laughs> yes. And like, again, I wasn't super friends with this guy. I didn't really like him. I didn't mind making him feel uncomfortable. It's very different when someone makes a joke and you can laugh at it with a friend. Like context is everything. Again, with, to just keep going back to Jay Leno. There's like, a, I don't get why he made this joke. There's a great I don't get meme. Any point to it? Of it's a picture of of Stalin and it says dark humors like food. Not everybody gets it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, look, you have to be able to laugh. Like, one of the things that's gotten us into the to the world we live in right now is that people with no sense of humor are trying to control how everyone talks and nobody can laugh. Like we watch Velma and I don't think they should be censored. I just think it's stupid. I just think it's bad. Like, yeah. the, like there's like when, when they make the, like there, there was the one joke about, uh, about Norville's dad cleaning up to, yeah. so that his wife's boyfriend could come over. I laughed at that. Like I can laugh at the I can laugh at the white people are awful humor I can if laugh it's at good. So the, the if, mental health awareness squirrel. If it's good, I can do it. It's just that they're not good at it most of the they time. They do it accidentally. People with no sense of humor are in for a long arduous life, and I don't envy them. So we now got that a we've gone of, on my little tangent. We've got a couple of super chats. Yes, Luz Aguilar said she wore the jacket while visiting the border. Oh, okay, okay. Didn't know that. Yeah, I Seamus. knew it was some sort of humanity. Guys, thing. if anybody wants yeah. to super chat their their jokes, they can do that, but I can't guarantee you we'd read all of them. I can't. I guess. <laughs> Potatoes for Seamus said, Brett going to come in tomorrow with a Walter... Mondale. Oh my God, Mondale that would be amazing. Got to support that hometown pride. Also... Brett, I care no matter what kind of energy, just be happy. Look, yes, I don't know why everyone thought I like, just because I was a little bit quiet yesterday does not mean I was, like, somebody thought I was upset because uh, they made, like, a a coffee brand coffee super chat. It's like, what? Like, that super chat what you want, man. Like, is that, is that Krigler's one or is that, is that the quarterings one? It's impossible for me to keep up. I have no idea. Everyone has a coffee brand. Um, Yeah, I know. Please get a Walter Mondale. That's the most important part of the super chat. Who who, who is another? Same reason you have Whalers Who is another Minnesota politician? Was, did Hubert H. Humphrey, did he run for office? The guy who, like, uh, he might have just been a local business person. Humphrey ran for office. There was a, President Humphrey, right? Unless I'm being dumb right now. It's but a, yeah, it is similar to why I like have Whalers merch. Like, I just think eccentric callbacks to history are great. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my sense of humor. It's not funny for everyone. Well, and people, people like, uh, like I wear Seattle Mariners merchandise because Ken Griffey Jr. was my favorite baseball player as mm-hmm. a kid. I also got in trouble because I would wear the old Cleveland Indians hat that's no longer socially acceptable. acceptable. Not because I thought the logo was funny, but because Major League and Major League 2 are two of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Lofton ruled at baseball. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I should have to explain why I love this hat, but I'll give somebody the 20 minute explanation as to why Charlie Sheen as Rick, the wild thing Vaughn is a masterpiece. But if you want to have to sit through it every time, then I guess that's your choice. Caper two X said, wow, Brett, that vet gave you great training and preparation to host PCC and deal with Mary kudos. Oh, and Lockwood and co for the horror stories. Uh, that's that's the show on Netflix that I I need to still watch Will Trent and I need to watch Lockwood and Co. 
I'll there's only so much time. There's in only the day, so much time. And like I've been I've been in my royal pains rewatch, right? It's so good. It's so oh, good. You've been posting about it on Twitter. It, it, Me and Brett loving the USA I've been, Network. I've been posting yeah, somebody the other day is like, You're a shill for the USA network. I'm like, if they came to me right now and said we will we Do will a podcast only to, about our shows. Dude, I would I'm jet. I am out of here to go talk about royal pains okay. and covert affairs and psych and burn notice. But and what about color. wearing like getting a USA Network t-shirt? Like what if you just have USA Network merch? Hey, oh Claire, what else do you like on USA Network? Uh, I was really into psych. I was really okay. into burn notice for a minute. I liked Monk when that was on there. Dude, they're, they're so There's good. like, you could just name a bunch. And the funny thing is every time we have a guest here, burn notice comes up and they all say kind of the same thing. They're like, oh my God, that show was really good. Yeah. Like there was so much. I've tel- watched it like three times over and it was meh that's the that's that's, magic that's kind of the magic of it you've seen it three times over and it's just meh they did all kind of have the same problem of trying to go serious towards the end Mm -hmm. that like they even kind of do that the stakes are rising yeah they changed the theme song in burn notice at the end because the like the 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 fun unnecessary theme like the light airy theme didn't fit anymore but royal paints it's just so it's just so good. Yeah. My favorite criticism of Meghan Merkel came from one of my uh, coworkers on an old job that I had who was really into the royal family. And uh, it was when I think she was either pregnant or they're getting married like sometime in that time frame. And she was like, I mean, I don't really like Harry, but he could have had anyone. He's a prince. He could have had anyone in the world. And he picks oh. an actress on the USA network. That's such <laughs> a jab. It was so scathing. It was the best thing I've ever heard. Look, look. Jeffrey uh, Donovan has gone on to do plenty of stuff since then. And Bruce Campbell is Bruce Campbell. Everyone Mm -hmm. loves Bruce Campbell. Though I haven't really seen um, uh, the lady who plays Fiona... Uh, Glenn, uh, I haven't Glenn. seen her anywhere. I haven't really seen her in much since then. But all of the other actors, Matt Bomer became like a gay icon. Mm-hmm. He's like a gay icon that's gone on to do tons of stuff since then. Um, incredible. I now now I'm going to be as soon as this episode's done, I'm going to go look up USA Network merchandise. Please do. <laughs> Isaac Martinez said, "With all that aside, I hope Jeremy Renner recovers. He yes, will. of course. Yeah, of course. That, no, that, that's the thing. Like it." it Maybe it's part of coming from skating where when you fall really hard, your friends laugh at you. Like, it's a thing, right? Like, I've had multiple groups of friends. Some of them are the friends like, oh, my God, are you okay? And some of them are the friends that laugh at you when you fall. Yeah. The other part is, like, if this had been a hit and run, right, and we had no idea who had done it, like, then I would understand being like, oh, I crashed into him. Like, there, there's maybe something off about that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think this situation is kind of settled. Like, hopefully he makes a recovery. It was kind of a known incident, right? Yeah. Yep. I, I think know. I someone should continue the joke and say that there's like a pile up of Jeremy Renner's snowplow and now Jay Leno's motorcycle somewhere. Yep. And they people just keep running into it. Who who else would be there? I guess uh, like uh, Princess Diana came in oh, right behind no. them. <laughs> and then after Princess Diana, what? Uh, uh, then Grace J- Kelly? JFK she- was right down that road, right as that bullet came from the grassy knoll. And well, Grace Kelly, she had a car crash. That's the, how she died. There you go. Who like who else is uh, that can who, misfortune? <laughs> but if we're just we- making car related jokes, like it stops being cars. Yeah. <laughs> Lol. Eventually, we will run out of car related accidents in which we can. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dave sent us. Oh, I know, Aaliyah. Uh, well, that was a plane crash. Yeah. The, so yeah, then anyway. Aaliyah cra- uh, so that one's more sad to me too because now we have Beyonce. We're stuck with Beyonce. Now he's offended. So okay. plane crashes are off limits, but 
car related incidents yes. okay and then uh, no no and then Aaliyah <laughs> and left eye from the from tlc were just like in planes that just came together at the same time and that's what happened see yeah. you can make horrible jokes about people who've died it's just a anyway. question if they're actually it's, funny it's whether they're actual actually funny or not that's what matters okay <laughs> bad jokes or offensive jokes. <laughs> um big dave sent us 99 cents without a message thank you thank big you big dave. dave bobcat said come on bart krigler's coffee is easy to remember it's krigler coffee the best coffee on the internet i should have known that <laughs> is that the whole name krigler coffee Bar on the internet is yeah. not coffee you drink Big Dave said, you just serve it in the metaverse. <laughs> Brett, you looked stoic yesterday. Well, uh, see, I see make, that's the more flattering thing to say. I make that comment all the time that I wish I was a more stoic person. Pretty stoic. Uh, Big Dave is saying that you're you're taking after him. He's usually the strong, silent type, yes. and you were the strong, silent type that's, on the show. It's just not a good quality silent for a podcast. On your podcast. <laughs> it's just not a good quality a for a podcast. No, you had opinions. Come on, they came in later. Yeah, I Perturbed. mean, that's part of it, right? Like. Sometimes you're leading the conversation. Sometimes yeah. you're just helping it move along. Perturbed Alpaca said, why are there two ghosts? Why are there two ghosts? I love ghosts. We're both deathly pale. Yep. I, and we <laughs> call, I, at least I cultivate it. I'm happy to be very pale. Dumbledurp said, when does a joke become a dad joke? When it is fully grown? <laughs> ah, that when was good. When does it become a dad joke in Detroit when it leaves and doesn't come back? That Oof. is all. Oof. <laughs> Oh. All right. I love it. Super I'm liking the super chats. All, All right, note. guys. On that <laughs> Is note. Is that the last one? What a way to go out. <laughs> fantastic. Hannah Claire, thank you so much. Let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at hannahclaire.b. You can find me on Twitter at hcbrimelow. And you can find me, of course, on timcast.com. Click on the read tab. You can see stuff from me, from Cassandra Fairbanks McDonald's, from Chris Carr, from Shane Cashman, who's got some interesting stuff going on. And more importantly, if you'd rather get your news through social media, follow Timcast News or at Timcast News on Twitter. And unlike the, the fathers in Detroit, she comes back every Tuesday. Hopefully. Yes. All right. Mary, where can they find you? You can find pictures of me on Instagram at Mary Archived, and you can send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. All right, and there's one more right there that just Do came we? through. It has not. It just know. came through. It has not gone off yet. Oh, oh, Shumi Shelley said, "I don't care what everyone says. Y'all are great. Why? Do That's you such, I love those. You ones guys are so <laughs> backhanded sometimes. It's like I don't care how much negative feedback you guys get. You guys are fantastic. I don't care what everyone else says either. So got something in common. That, I, I, it's like I don't. It's like it's, <laughs> it's like no matter how much hate you guys get, I think you're just. Even just though lovely. everyone else hates you, I, I still like you. support you. <laughs> Dumbledurp said, I'll be here all week. Tip your hosts. Perfect. Well, thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, would you please like this video and leave a comment on this video? Do you approve of the dark humor? Do you approve of uh, being very, very rude to other people on the internet? Let us know. And if you want to... Uh, uh, the Nolan verse, let us know, or if bat nipples are more your thing. We are, we're dying to figure out which universe you want, or if you want James Gunn to make his uh, quirky, fun DC extended universe. We're going to see. Uh, after you've liked this video and left a comment on it, you can subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already. Also, check to make sure you are still subscribed. Some people, that does happen. People get unsubscribed somehow. No no clue how that happens. Because uh, we're persecuted yeah. by the YouTube algorithm. It's the, it's the anti-pop uh, culture crisis media industrial complex that's what it is 
They like the they want to stop us from PCC. talking about Jay Leno. <laughs> I know, right? They're out to get us <laughs> with our strong opinions on very, very meaningful social issues. Uh, guys, 3PO. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasovic. There's absolutely nothing controversial there. It's just me um, geeking out over old television shows and talking about things like that. For the show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you would prefer to listen rather than watch, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. And if you'd like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter, at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram, at PopCultureCrisisPod. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Later. 